0: Life's funny, the way it throws stuff at you. Just when you think you've got it made and everything's just hunky-dory, something happens. The garage door falls off on your car, or your boss tells you you're being transferred to Detroit, or maybe your best friend is more fond of your girlfriend than you. It happens. You kind of have to roll with it. But all around the world, kids are dealt some pretty rough cards from time to time, and they can't just roll with it. Cancer doesn't just up and go away. Serious injuries don't just heal themselves. Fortunately, when things get serious for kids, there's a Children's Miracle Network Hospital waiting to help, regardless of their family's financial situation. The third annual Extra Life 24-Hour Video Game Marathon provides direct support for the Children's Miracle Network Hospital in your town. And we need your help to ensure local kids have the best care and equipment standing by, just in case life throws itself in harm's way.
1: Visit extralife.sarcasticgamer.com now, sign up, and join the RP Gamer team and make a huge difference in your community on October 16th, the third annual Extra Life video game marathon from RP Gamer and our friends at Sarcastic Gamer. Thank you for your support.
2: Play games. yo Kids.
1: Hello everybody, welcome to RPG Cast, episode 148 for the week of October 9th, 2010. That's right, it's one week to go till Extra Life. Woohoo! Woo! Alright. And I've, I've, I've got a, I've got a little bit of a different show for you today. Kind of a more intimate, intimate thing. Because, mm. Oh, yeah. Is I it got, a fireside chat? Yeah, it's an intimate fireside chat. First off, I've got Emmanuel Marino.
3: It's kind of cold where I am,
1: honestly. You, you're supposed to start the fire. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I've also got Victor Balbion. Hello. Hello. Long time...
4: Um, Listener, first time caller? No, I don't know.
1: Long time <laughs> guest of the show.
4: I, yeah, I, I, I'm just a dude. You're just a dude. Oh,
1: friend of the podcast.
3: Friend, of the podcast. Podcast. friend of the podcast. You might have
4: heard me on older podcasts, and if you haven't, you should, because those are really good. Yeah,
1: all the ones that he's on.
4: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
3: Or is it better known, the worst ones we've done. <laughs>
4: That's so mean. The dark times, yeah. <laughs> um.
1: <laughs> oh, all right. So, yeah. I let's like get I said there's not much there's not much going on this week, mm. but I do have I do have for you news and feedback and other stuff. So, let's start. On our let's message get... boards, I got a message from Silktail. Can I do this voice the host show or will people get annoyed?
4: I, 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 yeah, do, go for it, man. We're, we're trying different things.
1: We're trying different things, yeah. 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 If you guys are lucky, I'm going to get a British guy later, too. Ooh. So look forward to that. See if I you
4: look forward to British guys. First off, I've
1: got Silktail, who wrote in. Apparently, is also in England, so this is great. Silktail says, we were talking about Recetteer last week, and offers up the pronunciations Recetteer or Recetteer. Just to add fuel to the fire, I've been pronouncing receteer as recit to ear to make the name into a slight pun, which I don't know what that means. Racket to ear?
4: Wrecketeer? Oh racketeer. Racketeer. Right.
1: racketeer. Okay. I-,
4: I thought that was the joke.
1: It okay. Was... But well, it would be a joke if the word wasn't gibberish, I guess, but hmm. <laughs> they're right.
4: Japanese. Yeah.
1: Hmm. It's a pun. It's a pun. All right. And let's see. Oh, also, Silktail says, probably isn't right, but I thought it was a rather appropriate pun. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> also commented on our discussions about Ocarina of Time and Legend of Zelda Collector's Editions last week to clarify things. Said the GameCube's Ocarina of Time Master Quest only has Ocarina of Time and Master Quest. You mm-hmm. would have gotten it free when pre-ordering the Wind Waker, ignoring shops that sold it outright. But it sounded like Chris has the Legend of Zelda Collector's Edition, that's right, that is what I have, which is the NES and N64 games, including Majora's Mask, but not Ocarina of Time's Master Quests. It was given in a GameCube console bundle, but there were various other ways to get it, like registering games, etc.
3: You know, I was so angry, that was like the one year in my any Nintendo games.
1: Oh really? I,
4: I, I well, have the 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 one with Ocarina of Time and, and uh, Majora's. Um, that was probably
3: one of the best pre order uh, pre order bonuses I've right. ever seen.
4: Yeah, that was all right. like I, I, I was pleased to to have that just because it's like I cannot have enough Ocarina of Time.
3: And you know the the best thing is they didn't have to do that. There was no re- that game would have sold no matter what because Zelda was on the was on the front. Or mm-hmm. maybe were they trying to convince people of the art style, and that's why they did it. I
4: don't know. Either way, it was. I mean, it was a smart move.
3: Yeah, I replayed Orgrino again. Both. I mean, I I played that game way too many times. But you, Chris, you hate that game, so
1: what? Okay. We I, I don't appreciate it very much. No,
4: ah, uh, that's his nice yeah. way of saying. It. <laughs> did yeah. you like Majora's Mask? Because I hated that one.
1: Ah, uh, okay. I don't
4: think it. I, I, I mean, Mask. it's, it's an art book, right? I
1: didn't. I didn't actually play Majora's Mask. Oh,
4: it's good. like Groundhog good.
1: Day. Why not like it? it's like Groundhog's Day, even without Bill Murray.
3: Oh well. <laughs> Speaking of zombies,
1: um, what? <laughs> Speaking of zombies, well, th- there's an issue. First, I need to tell people that to. to- Provide feedback on our show. There's a few ways for you to do it. First off, you can provide message board feedback, like Silktale did, by going to board.rpgamer.com. In the latest updates thread. We have a, that's where our message board post is that you can provide your feedback. We also have an email address at podcast at rpgamer.com. And um, let's see. Finally, we have uh, a voicemail. And nobody yeah. called this right. week. It made oh. me sad. I'll call you. The, well, you can call at 608-729-4098. And provide your own voicemail messages it 'd be great. we really appreciate you doing that. You let us know what you feel about the show um, let 's see uh, yeah, this is uh the time where I talk about extra life is what it is because i 've got some exciting news so let me let me get into this so we uh, like I put up a story on Monday, uh, letting people know where we are at, at with extra life. And mm-hmm. we are, as of Monday, we had only raised about 750 bucks for the entire team so far. And I am pleased to report that since that story went up, that we are now up to $1,671 for the entire team. Yow! So we've more than doubled in the past week. Thank you all so very much. It's been wonderful. I really appreciate your help there. Now, um, Chris, yeah. what
4: is Extra Life?
1: What is Extra Life? Extra Life is an event that we're going to be doing uh, on October 16th. Basically, a bunch of people sign up and they pledge to play games for 24 hours in exchange for you sponsoring them. And that money will go to the local Children's Miracles Network Hospital of the Gamer. So uh, for me, it's going to a hospital in La Crosse, Wisconsin, called Gunderson Lutheran. And that's It's nearby where I am in Madison. And uh, it's going to be used to help heal kids and provide them with better equipment to take care of kids. So it's it's all about uh, keeping things for, good for the health care for kids in your local area, or the local area of the gamer, rather. And uh, it, that'll be happening in just a week now. So we got over 2,600 people across the country participating in this thing. And they're all out there trying to raise money right now. And they need your help to get their goals um, and what we've decided to do is put together a little bit of a contest uh, in association with Extra Life this year. And people who sponsor one of the official Gamer staff members that are playing, which would be me, um, Sam Marcello, and Sarah McGarr. Uh, if you sponsor any one of us, or if you are participating in Extra Life and join our Gamer team... Um, you will be entered in a contest to win a number of games. Right now, um, I have five codes to download Wrecketeer, or Reseteer, however, we're pronouncing it. I've got two Sonic Adventure codes for the <laughs> PS3. I've got two Cthulhu <laughs> Saves the World codes for Xbox Live Indies. And I've got a large number of games, supposedly, coming in, but you don't have the final list yet, so I can't post it I yet.
3: might be able to donate something. I think I have uh, a code for the PSP version of Hot Shots Tennis. If awesome. I can find it, I'll throw
1: it in with you. All right. We'll throw that in as well. And I also have a number of games coming from XSEED and NIS America, a number of their back catalog games that'll be coming in as well. And as soon as I get that list of games from XSEED and NIS America, I'm going to post a new news story. Look for that on the site this week, and we'll have that whole list of games that we're going to be giving away. Um, and you get an entry into that drawing just by uh, by donating or by uh, being one of the, the readers who join our team. And right now, your chances are really good of winning something, so... Um, get, get those uh, donations in will you be podcasting during the thing or live streaming though, your extra life on next week I'll be live streaming the whole thing just like I did last year and <laughs> I've got a better camera this year so that should help some um and I don't know. We're just gonna have fun and people come up with ideas of games we can play online, come into the chat room at RP gamer on irc.esper.net. So or just go to rpgamer.com slash live actually. RPGamer.com slash live, you can watch the stream, you can chat with us, we'll play games with you. Um, there's probably gonna be too many ga- people play suggesting too many different games to be able to do everyone's suggestions, but we'll try and do we'll try and get everyone involved We could probably we can. break into teams, right? I'm sure yeah. enough of us RP gamers will be there. Yeah, and I mean, yeah.
4: everyone's gonna be playing something different. I mean, even if you can't donate or you know, can't be part of a team or anything. Just, just you know, show up. <laughs> yeah, show up. Support it. a, us. We appreciate it. It's, it's a cool event. It's a, it's a cool event for a good cause. So, you
1: know. Yeah. And the, the, uh, the thing that really sucks is uh, when uh, you get to 6 a.m. in the morning and nobody's watching. Nobody's helping you. And you got to pull through those last two hours on your own. So I need, I need extra help at 2 a.m. Or 6 a.m.
4: playing Demon's Souls over and over again. Oh my gosh. Well, no, I was <laughs> at that point.
1: I, I, I started playing a Monkey Island game last year, uh, one of the new Tales of Monkey Island games. Right. Um, that, that helped a lot. Um, but it, I needed basically, I need like games that I really, really, really am interested in in order to stay awake at that hour. Right. You get back to six, six six in the morning. You got those last two hours. You're like, nah, I just want to fall asleep. Play
4: <laughs> Minesweeper. <Yeah.
1: laughs> Minesweeper is not going to do it. Minesweeper
4: so, counts though.
1: We've got it. If you go to RPGamer.com, at the top of the page, I've, all this is summarized in a little story. you Click a big. button purple button that says extra life on the right side of the page and it's got all the details it's got the link to the page where you can donate for us it's got the staff member pages it's got the readers who joined in actually i have a couple i need to add to that list and uh you've got the official forum thread is linked off there in there you can put our uh, your game suggestions for stuff we should try playing so we'll, uh, we'll be looking at that. And, of course, you just cho- show up the day of and throw out suggestions. I got one person in the chat room today, Ramsey, who's trying to organize some uh, Monster Hunter try next week, and I think that sounds like a great idea. So we'll have to give that a shot. So I hope so. That should be exciting to watch. Yeah. Hmm. Not really, no. <laughs> it's a great <laughs> game. You
3: watch us die. It's great to play. I don't know how great it is to watch.
4: I guess we'll find out on Saturday. Yeah, I guess so. I need to go
1: mine some minerals. Dink. 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 Dink.
4: Dink. All right. I need to go back to the box. Oh, you're going to do
1: <laughs> Minecraft? Okay.
4: Oh, I, I, I actually uh, haven't. I, I'm just going to like join people playing and just kind of direct people that way. Uh, but I don't think I'm going to be part of a team this year just because I, I don't know. Or maybe I will. <laughs> Who knows?
3: What? Houston does it have children hospitals?
4: No, actually, yeah, I mean, the, the, the la- extra, uh, extra Life last year was for the uh, Texas Children's Hospital. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, 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 see, now I feel better. <laughs> now I have to be part of a team. <laughs> gamer, go! <laughs> well, playing what, you could just sponsor,
1: that's fine, too.
4: Yeah. We
1: got plenty of people, and they all are trying to hit their goals. Um, and a nice thing to do for people is if you can help them get to that $200 mark, can look through their page if you help them get to that two two hundred dollar mark, then they get a t shirt or actually it's one hundred and ninety two so um if you want to make people happy with t shirts there you go i don 't know <laughs> or just join in or just sponsor one of the staff members so you get in the contest. I can understand that too. <laughs> yeah either way it's all for the kids so i hope either way you you enjoy it and have fun hopefully by participating or by donating and we will love anything you do for us so thank you very much and that means at um next week the uh, ads that that are running at the front of the show that some people are really annoyed at because it's been the same extra life ad for a long time those will stop (laughs) because it'll be (laughs) over so you can celebrate (laughs) by donating
4: yeah That'll be about Colorado.
1: <laughs> They'll be about Colorado instead. Yes. <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna run the one of those visit Canada ads that they ran during the Olympics. <laughs> you know, because Canada, we have stuff. That's, basically they what, do. The ad, that's they what the have, ad was. Like we've got stuff to do here. It's maple like, okay. syrup and moose and Mounties and Michael J. Fox. So it's and like Canada's all right. Combine
4: all four I would of those. Something to do there. <laughs>
1: yeah, I would hope so too, but you know kind of confusing i hear vancouver's pretty awesome i've been to vancouver it is pretty awesome that's where anna lives she can't be here today she's i don't know otherwise otherwise engaged engaged. yes and it looks like we won't have a british guy for you this week after all unfortunately oh Oh, everyone is
4: sad but i could do a british accent that's a really bad one
1: no that's that's um no thanks no no all
4: right talk about cricket (laughs)
1: Okay. So, first off, I've got uh, some news for you. Whoa. Mm. Uh, and, uh, oh, let me deal with something in the chat room here. da 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 Gotta try restarting a couple times. Yeah, so the live stream's having some issues, apparently, for those listening at home. You guys are completely uninterrupted because, you know, you waited and downloaded, so I can give you a consistent stream. So that's technology. nice. Isn't technology awesome? So let's see. But for those people in the chat room, they're going to see. They're going to miss our first news story. It's very sad. That is sad. Yeah, it is very sad. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay. So I'm sorry. I'm doing that at the same time here. So World of Warcraft Cataclysm has a date. A date with Destiny, one could <gasps> say.
4: Oh my God! What's World of Warcraft? <laughs>
1: uh it's digital crack
4: oh okay
1: <laughs> yeah so the world so war like farmville it's like yeah it's just like farmville except oh, with an attack button completely not with orcs with an attack button yeah
4: okay gotcha <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's terrible <laughs> all right so it's gonna be it's gonna be dropping on december 7th is the date potentially? Uh and look forward to that coming out December 7th, and you know what's going to happen first with any sort of WoW expansion is the patch comes out soon, uh, sooner. So mid to late October, patch 4.0 will be out, and that'll like basically do most of... Uh, it's going to do a lot of changes and lay the groundwork for the next patch after that, which is the one that changes all the old world content, all the level 1 to 60 content, which everybody gets, even if you don't buy the expansion. You get a whole new WoW, basically. So we got a whole so the new world. The cataclysm
4: well. is December seventh.
1: But the the cataclysm itself is December seventh. Okay. Which actually doesn't make sense then, because the whole new WoW comes because of the cataclysm. So maybe, so I bet you there'll be a patch and they'll have another world event. Like last time, there was a lot of zombie invasions. Hey, mm-hmm. WoW did it. Maybe it was WoW that did it first. We were talking earlier about oh, what was the yeah. first game? What was Game Zero in this whole string of zombie games? What was first with with Left for Dead and then Call of Duty having a zombie mode? Um, I don't yes, know. Yes, because we, we were talking about how how uh, Red
3: Dead Redemption with zombies made us cry a little bit.
4: Yeah, well, why are zombies the new World War Two? Like, when did that start? And we tracked it down as far back at well, as far back as a modern warfare's zombie mode, which was '07. But I'm sure there was a catalyst before that.
3: I, I say World War Z and the Zombie Survival
2: Guide.
4: Hmm. So you think it was an outside oh, that
3: comic, The Living Dead.
2: Hmm.
4: I don't know. Maybe, but you know, if if there you, you go. Know. That's your Halloween
1: question of the week. Ooh. Yeah. Wait, wait it, it, Halloween t- question of the week?
2: Well, it's, well, it's Halloween every week. It's October. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> All right. Next week, we talk about vampires. Zom vampires. vampires. Zom vampires uh let's see for those who don't remember some of the changes coming in cataclysm are the like i said the whole world's basically being redesigned um you're gonna be able to fly in the old world that's great you're gonna have uh the one to 60 leveling experience changes a bunch there's two new races they're adding the goblins and the worgen um the worgen's interesting the werewolves they don't have mounts on the ground they just uh they just run (laughs) which is making my druid very jealous he should be able to just run fast so are they really really fast apparently well when they're in mount mode it's it's, now, you have to, too- it's it works just like a mount except you don't get a mount model you just run so right. it takes a few seconds then you're mounted and then you you run and then if someone hits you, you get stunned just like you would if you're on a mount and all that stuff
4: so instead of instead of a horse you just get stronger thighs yeah, apparently
1: you get chun Li thighs <laughs> uh,
4: so so if you like you need to have cataclysm in order to access the tunia races is yeah that accurate? yeah
1: that's how that works yep
4: Yeah, that's just like, you know, Wrath.
1: There's a new profession coming in the game, Archaeology, and they've redone a bunch of the old dungeons and stuff and raids. So lots of new stuff to play with
4: there. Give me the idol and I'll give you the whip.
1: And that'll have to tide you over since it looks like StarCraft 2 will be coming out in 2012 now. Mm. Who thought
3: it was really coming in 2011? I I did. I thought it it was going to
1: come out like Spring was a StarCraft. I figure Fall would be another StarCraft. Um, or maybe no. Spring would be st- uh, second StarCraft. Fall would be Diablo three, and the next spring would be the third StarCraft. Something like that. Come on, oh, Blizzard only released
3: one game a year.
1: I know. Apparently, two is pushing it. Apparently. Well, no,
3: it had two games. Well, they're this year.
1: doing two this year, yeah. Oh, no, but come on, December seventh. You sneeze, it's the next year. <laughs> Which you know, since it's winter, you probably have a cold anyway. So. Yeah. Now, something that won't be coming out this year: DC Universe Online.
4: What?
1: Yeah, so... um, Yeah, this is going to be pushed to sometime in 2011. They didn't say one. Uh, so here's interesting. You can play the beta, though, if you pre-order by November, 11, uh, November 15th. You'll get You'll to be play, able the, play beta the beta on November like 30th.
4: Year? Say what? You'll be able to play the beta for like a year? <laughs> um,
1: I, I assume that it will be coming out like January, February or something like that.
4: Okay, so it's not going to be that bad. Well,
1: I mean, if the beta's in November, unless they hit major delays, you know, some games go into beta, and then they have a lot of redoing Mm
4: -hmm. behind the scenes.
1: So I I guess it depends how their beta goes.
4: Like some recent MMOs should have.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They had a beta. It was worse than it is now.
4: Trust me. (laughs) They (laughs) listened to the wrong beta tester. Kira was, of course,
1: talking about Final Fantasy XIV.
4: Oh, I I am. Oh, you weren't. Wait, what were uh, you talking
1: about? I, APB. I think... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> APB should have had a cancellation. Apparently,
4: well, you know, I, I hear know. they have a great character creator, though.
1: I, I do. I'm still enjoying 14. For the record, it's just, you know, they're missing a lot. Of you know, game there. I, I think
4: that the 14 has, and I mean, this is a total tangent, but 14's focus is totally not what I want to do in an MMO. So Uh, when I think about, you know, they're going to fix all this stuff, it's just like, that's great. But they're telling me, you know, that that crafting is is this, like, central theme to to the game and all that. You know, I have...
1: There's a bunch of people in my link shell who don't craft. I thought, Mm -hmm. like, it was a link shell full of crafters, and that's how they were getting a lot of their enjoyment out. There's a bunch of them that are just doing the, the, you know, the the fighting and and quests and daily quests and all that stuff. And they're doing the higher level stuff now. So there there seems to be more than just the crafting. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just... You got to be hardcore to get to it apparently.
4: Well, yeah, because I mean, it just seemed to me, at least from playing in the beta, that when you get into the crafting stuff, that is so involved.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
4: you 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 have, you know, all these like hot and cold games and all this other stuff and different tiers and levels, and then I was like, I'm playing my pugilist, I'm hitting one and sometimes two. Every now and then I'll hit three and I get really excited. And that was the extent of what I was doing. Meanwhile, somebody's like, I just made a table with horns. And it was just like, I, I feel so left out <laughs> because I'm not having a good time. So I, I'm going to do what I usually do. Like, I, I'm doing this with STO, and hopefully that'll rock.
1: Wait, wait, wait. You're playing Star Trek
4: Online? I went back to it just to see what it was like. Wait, um, wait
1: you forgot?
4: Yeah. No, well, was... I, I, MMOs <laughs> are not constant things that they, well, they, they have, evolved, they, have changed. they
1: changed it have they made it better no
4: it still no. sucks but, you know, <laughs> I know that. um so you know here's 15 dollars. thanks for playing um but you know i like to go back to mmos every now and then and i mean i do that with with big mmos like world of warcraft i, I quit as, as soon as like vanilla started doing weird things with the battlegrounds all the way until wrath and I'm probably not going to jump in on Cataclysm until like a couple of months afterwards. And I don't know, I, I like jumping around in MMOs. Uh, so I like how's Age of Conan? Age of Conan. <laughs> oh man, I, I, I wish that game was good. <laughs> <laughs> can't you? You can fight while you're mounted in that game. Can't yeah, you? There's so many good ideas. Yeah. And what sucks is that you have to play that game to get to them. Uh, <laughs> because it's not um, good. <laughs> but it has so many awesome like the whole nighttime thing and I mean I, I saw a lot of this uh, in 14 where you have like you know your story quests are totally instanced so it gives you a much better feel for the story that they're trying to push good or bad you know that, that that's a personal choice but it does let you experience that story in a much more personal manner if you will and Asia Conan did that, too. You know, you would have the nighttime missions where you would sleep at an end, you would wake up, and then you would have an entire city to yourself that was, like, you know, on fire and had bandits running around or whatever. So, you know, it, it, it's stuff like that. And, and, you know, with Old Republic coming out, the storytelling side of, of MMOs that Bioware keeps pushing, I yeah. think yeah. Is, is something that really excited me about 14, And it's probably why I'm going to keep looking at it. Yeah, uh, I'm just not going to jump in right have now. You, have,
1: have you? So you haven't played it at all and experienced the storytelling stuff is good. The problem is it's it's a bit interrupted with having to level
4: every so often. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's it's a lot like uh, Lord of the Rings Online used to be, where you had like these awesome, uh, you know, the, the main quests where you're like. You know, hanging out with Aragorn and, and, and Gandalf and stuff, yeah, but you know you, you, you finish one of those, and then it's like to get to the next one, I have to kill 137 rats. <laughs> uh, and it's just like, oh man. So you know, I, but I don't know. I mean, what is the fix for that? Like how do you, you make, I don't know in the story. Uh, while still having that MMO carrot stick thing that will keep people paying $15 a month, it's, it's tough. Well, what Otherwise, I found
1: is you know, what WoW tries to do is make each quest progression its own little story. So that's correct. how they approach it. Um, 14 obviously just says, um, just go have fun crafting and then come back. Um, so. Yeah,
4: because it's like they have that they very much separate these are the story quests and these are the kill 11 sheep quests. Um, And, you know, these are repeatable and these are uh, devoid of any story aside from the most basic, like, Jamie hates sheep and she wishes that 12 of them were dead. Uh, And then you go kill 12 sheep, you know. Um, So who knows? I I, I think that that it's an interesting idea, but, you know, it's a young MMO and it's really hard to judge it at this point. Um, And I know it's gotten a ton of bad feedback, uh, both Japan and locally. So, you know.
1: Yeah, but don't try and go off on that. Inside the game, you have varying results of either people agreeing with you wholeheartedly or just arguing with you forever.
4: You you know, I never see the point. Like, if I'm I'm playing an MMO, I I, I, want to talk about the game itself. Like, you know, this is how you make the best rod. Yeah. I don't care... About how this compares to, to to World of Warcraft. Like I am the kind of person that will go to forums and argue with people and do all that stuff. But when I'm playing the game, I don't want to hear it. Try to keep it. It's just kind the of game. pointless. You already paid the money.
3: You know, World of Warcraft is so much better than this game. Let me go uh, and get some more.
1: Well, equipment. when you get so frustrated after like the tenth time of running into this bug or issue that you just want to mm-hmm. vent, and your your guild is right there. It makes right. it really easy. <laughs> get the role well place guild the chat point. is one thing. General yeah.
4: chat is another.
1: Oh. No, I'm yeah. just talking guild chat. There's no Uh-oh. like big general chat issues going on right now with fourteen that I've seen. So
4: see, that's something that I didn't do in fourteen that I do in most MMOs, and that's if I get into an MMO, the first thing I try to do before I even like get my first skill for whatever class I'm playing is join a guild. Uh-huh. And I I just didn't try that i don't know it just felt so convoluted <laughs> finding people it, it, i don't know it felt it felt so lonely <laughs> well the problem is to invite you they can't just
1: do shouts and like recruit people that way they right. have to um they have to come up and actually find you physically and be next to you in order to invite you to the guild so yeah that and, makes it harder
4: and, and you know uh, th- that sucks because for me um yeah, no no, friends, most of man. the bad things about an MMO will go away if I can be pissed and bored with 11 other people. Ah, fair enough. And that. Why don't you is- well,
1: I know some guilds now if you ever get interested, but uh, we should move on, probably. I can uh, no, I'm
4: going to wait until probably way into next year. And then I'll be like, I wonder what 14 is doing, just like I did with STO, because I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> because guess what? It's still STO. Um Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. So why don't you tell us what they announced about uh, about Star Wars BioWare? You were talking about them. You mentioned. Oh,
4: okay. So here is the thing: <laughs> uh, BioWare has a, a development blog, basically for the Old Republic. So if you are the kind of person that is really interested in what BioWare is going to pull out uh, for for this MMO, then you, you, you know it's very specific it's very niche information Uh, and it won't make a whole lot of sense unless you know the bigger spectrum but basically what they said was that the way that they're doing classes uh, particularly advanced classes they have a sort of prestige class system a lot like Ragnarok uh, online used to have so once you get to a certain level uh, you're going to be able to grow into different trees and instead of like changing into a different class Uh, these uh, skill trees opened up that are specific. So, 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 like, let's say you're a bounty hunter. There's going to be three different trees that you can go down, but you can kind of mix and match. So, uh, depending on which one you go, you get different specializations. And, 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 I mean, they're basically taking out the whole I I am a rogue or I am a warrior thing, and they're just kind of letting you pick and choose what you want to do uh, by choosing individual skills. So that was their big announcement. Um, Nice. And I, I, I think it's an interesting way to do it. I, I, my fear is that in, in these type of games, there is always a preferred build. You know, uh-huh. I mean, look at the way they do talent points in WoW. If you're a rogue, you're going to do this, this, or this. Um, so I, I don't know how much flexibility that, that's actually going to put into the game, but it's a good idea. So we'll see how it goes. But yeah, that's, that's the Old Republic.
1: Nice. So that's pretty mm-hmm. cool. There's what excites lot. me most about that game
3: is I hear that every smuggler gets a Wookiee companion. <laughs> is that true? I
1: awesome. think so. That would That's pretty sweet if that's true. Bunch of how do you jewelry. get oh, Wookiee you become a Wookiee pet? You become a smuggler.
4: The Star Wars quotes are going to be never-ending in that oh, game. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, I wonder how long it'll take for everyone to get to deal with it.
3: <laughs> I just can't wait for the zombie mod. That's what I'm really waiting for. Star oh, Wars. No. Speaking of which, I actually own a Star Wars zombie book. It's called Star Wars Death Trooper. I'm ashamed
1: of myself.
4: Star Wars Zombies. Uh, Star Wars Zombies. <laughs> oh, God, they no. just need Nazis in there, and it needs oh. to take place in and- Speaking
1: of games that have zombies, Borderlands. They have zombies, Border- right? Yeah. The, the zombie I, island of Dr. Ned. Yeah, yeah pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Well, they've got... Uh, so if, you, if you're getting tired of just having to buy all the DLC... Piecemeal, or you want just one copy of the game, or you've been waiting, you've been waiting to pick it up after all the I DLC's have. done. I have. Well, it's time. It game is? of the Year's edition of Borderlands <gasps> hits shelves on Friday, October 12th. That's right, Bam. in time for Extra Life. Wait, Wait Friday, oh. October, Friday 12th. October 12th. That's not a date. Um, October 12th, <laughs> 12th is Tuesday. So if they mean Friday, it's October 15th. <laughs> so this is a weird <laughs> story. I don't know.
4: They mean 2042. <laughs>
1: hmm. We'll have, to, we'll, have to, we'll have to edit this story.
3: But yeah,
4: this has all the DLC, including the Claptrap one.
3: Yeah, Zobie the new Claptrap Robot
4: Revolution. Mad Moxie's Underdome Riot and the Secret Armory of General Knox.
3: Oh, and it also comes with something special, uh, a demo of Duke Nukem
1: Forever. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Does. That's news. Yeah, so if you've been, you want to try that Duke Nukem Forever do- demo, you pick this uh, Game of the Year edition up
4: borderlands i mean it's not a bad game to have <laughs> yeah
1: i've got it i've got just, just the base game the base game i've got the base game on steam game. and i should have picked up all the dlc when it was half price but i didn't
4: um, you know it's this is like what the third game of the year edition that has a crap load of dlc in it that no has-
3: i think it's standard now this is the this is the new standard
4: yeah, what? so now like, if, if you really are one of those persons like, oh, DLC should have been in the car, you can just wait a year. Or better yet, yeah, you'll but,
3: save a lot of money. Every Now they're just announced like, what, do you get Dragon Age Game of the Year edition with all of DLC? It's a lot of DLC in Dragon Age.
4: Yeah, we that got... is a substantial amount of – and that includes yeah, the wake. Includes um, a what? Awakening. Oh there. yeah, that's right. Yeah, it does it's
1: the expansion. It's well, the whole expansion. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, it has the expansion. It has a uh, Leliana song, Witch Hunt, Darkspawn Chronicles, uh, Golems of Amgarak, uh all the like extra additional items. It has the. Festival I actually need to check to see
1: if it's cheaper for me to just buy that than buy all this DLC. I've been waiting
3: on. I think that.
4: it is, yeah. and not
1: only that though. I mean, now that we know that the that your save data
3: carries into Dragon Age Two, mm-hmm. yeah, I, mean, I want to do all the extra stuff.
4: Yeah, and your decisions, I mean, that, because they were saying, look, just because it's a different character does not mean that your decision, because your your warden uh, will, like, his decisions will have affected on a grander scale, because, you know, I mean, if you follow the Dragon Age 2 story, you are apparently not, Chris, you're better at this than I am, because you know You've played Dragon Age 2. I've played Dragon
1: but- Age 2, yeah. It doesn't seem like you're a warden, at least in any part of the game I've played. You might become one sometime later in the game, um, but it sounds like it's it's following your character in, in a rise to power. Um, it's it's a flashback. It's told as a flashback, so it follows your character from meager beginnings to becoming like the head of a nation or something like that, or at least a military head, and, and you... So it gets to follow you as you go on along that. So what matters of your save game from the first game is things like who's in charge of Ferelden, um, who's in charge of the dwarves, like the decisions you made and influenced in the first game. That sort of stuff is what carries around. So you are you are carrying over the setting, your Ferelden, as your decisions help shape it.
4: Mm-hmm. And if you did yeah. the dark, the darkest of deals at the end. Hmm. Um, Anybody that it, has finished Dragon Age? I didn't will finish know exactly it. Exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> Um, I, I see yeah, what you're hinting at It's a big decision uh, But you know I, I think that I, I like games that carry over stuff I don't know Like I, the way that Mass Effect 2 did it Was absolutely brilliant And I can only imagine How much QA they had to do To test all those variants um, And Yeah it seems like
3: Dragon Age 2 would be much easier Just like sort of Who's in control of Rosemar. uh Right did Because you,
4: it's not the same character
3: Yeah, yeah it just It seems much simpler
4: Mm-hmm uh, but yeah, no, that, that that that's very cool. And I mean, you know, game of the year editions. Yeah,
3: it that... seems like if you're uh, if you're if you want to be and this is this is your deal of the week. Is just if you don't mind playing old games, it seems like the way to go is just to wait. Just wait.
1: Everything's gonna get cheaper.
3: It, well, even like uh, Grand Theft Auto. Now you can get Grand Theft Auto well, for like that's
1: always with... been true, right? Yeah,
4: I mean, right. Always... If if you don't want to pay for DLC,
1: DLC or no wait. DLC, it doesn't matter. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, games always get cheaper.
4: So.
3: Oh yeah, now but now it's
1: cheaper with the
4: DLC included. Right, that costs For, like four games
1: that the come with DLC at least, but not everything does.
4: Uh, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I
1: don't think uh, Final Fantasy Four Gord- Guardian of Lights Four Guardians of Light is going to come with DLC. If it did, it'd be fancy
3: hats, right? armor?
1: Hat DLC. No, it's hat armor is what it.
4: Was. <laughs> oh, hat armor. Yeah, you're gonna get a special hat that a can. Uh, I need a, produce yeah. hats.
1: Oh, you want to be a black mage, huh? And you better um <laughs> nineteen ninety-nine.
4: Yeah It's a, it's a it's a it's a mage hat with a Nike symbol. Kingdom Hearts recoded. Recoded,
1: that's right. Um so it's kinda coming out in Europe.
4: Huh. And North America. Well, I guess we knew that. <laughs> Hello?
1: uh no no you're right um north america uh, but but the point is europe that's the news thing europe yay, okay, i guess it was announced here too so i'm i'm an idiot all right so here <laughs> january eleventh twenty eleven 2011, europe january twenty uh, january fourteenth twenty eleven so this is the one that like used to be a cell phone game and is being converted to d s so it you know check it out here's a story summary for you. Recoded is set after the events of Kingdom Hearts 2 when Jiminy Cricket discovers that someone has written a mysterious message in his journals about Sora's adventures. King Mickey decides to digitize the journal and investigate it, and within the resulting datascape is a computerized copy of Sora who is about to embark on his own grand adventure. The game includes a classic-style Kingdom Hearts battle system that has been modified for the DS and promises unique boss battles and an avatar system that allows players to trade avatars avatars and playable maps with friends so there you go i call b i call bs you're telling me this whole thing is just a simulation yeah it's like one of those special episodes just, yeah. on tv it's, it's a cell phone game converted to ds what are you expecting no.
3: you know like you know those, those special episodes that don't actually count at the end they were just yanking your chain because it's a dream
4: yep mm. this hooray. is that but with mickey
1: yeah hooray <laughs>
4: You know you know what I realized that as the years go by, less and less like the the likelihood of meeting somebody that could do a really good Donald Duck impression will go down.
1: Um. That's sad.
4: Yeah. People are not exposed to that stuff anymore. Like nobody's gonna do, you know, the
1: We need more Disney cartoons. Viva La Disney. No no no. It's all about Wizards of Waverly
3: Place and Miley Cyrus.
4: Oh man. Can you do a Miley Cyrus impression, Manny?
3: I'm Miley Cyrus. I'm rich. That's
4: great. That's excellent. <laughs> mm. <laughs> that wasn't Sun. very good, was it?
1: <laughs> no. We're going to talk about Golden Sun now.
4: <laughs> which is uh, kind of like Miley Cyrus. So,
1: Dark Dawn, which is the new one that everyone really, 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 really wants, has a release date of December 10th for Europe. Now, this um, is
4: Golden Sun 3?
1: Yep, Golden Sun 3. Um, it's out in Japan on October 28th, and the U.S. November 29th. So basically, a, year, a month between Japan and the U.S., and then a half a month or a couple of weeks between the U.S. and North America. So if you're in Europe, be happy! You get Dark Sun this in time for the holidays. Everybody, There's going to be a lot of excited RP Gamers this holiday for this game, I can tell.
4: Now, People I have been waiting a long time. I played Golden Sun on yep. the GBA. That's right. I did not play its sequel.
1: I have ah. the sequel sealed sitting here. I've lost my copy of the original, so
4: <laughs> I, can't imp-
1: I can't import my gin collection. It's really oh. bumming me out because <laughs> I, I got everything in the first game. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, now what am I going to do? I can't bring it over, and I forgot the story anyway. So so you haven't played two? I have not played two. Oh,
4: I wonder how it is. I mean, obviously it's good if there's a sequel, but, yeah, know. I,
1: I assume it's just like the first one. Because yeah, it That'd came be out not that long after. Yeah, the first one, you're
3: talking about uh, Golden Sun 2? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's a direct sequel because the first one game ended on a cliffhanger, Yes, right? it did.
1: Right. I remember there actually being cliffs at the end. Yes. You hang on anyway, the- Well, no, nobody okay. was hanging on the cliff. Though. Somebody washed up on an island or something, I think.
2: It's been a Link. long, long time. Spoilers, man. <laughs> it's Spoilers. been a long
1: time since I played that game. <laughs> I need to, uh, You know, we have a backtrack. Go, go to the backtrack page on RP Gamer and uh, listen to the backtrack on Golden Sun. They might summarize it for you. Or at least yeah. talk about it a lot. But yeah, Dark Sun, yay, dates. You know who Darks. else is celebrating? Steam users who've been waiting for yeah. Death Spank because it's out on Steam now. So if you, don't, if you, okay? if you think Xbox 360 is a dirty, filthy machine and you want nothing to do with it, you can get your Death here, Spank here. on <laughs> October 26th. It'll be out on Steam. Um, I know that I saw yesterday on Steam they had the you can pre-order it now, so you can go pre-load it or pre-order it or something like that.
4: Local co-op as long as at least one player uses a controller.
1: Isn't that great? <laughs> that,
4: yeah, because you know that's who wants to share I a have keyboard anyway. My computer are, are three sixty controllers. actually do, but that's not the yeah that's not most people. Um, but that's just because I like playing Street Fighter Four. At any rate, <laughs> that's good news. DeathSpank, you guys like DeathSpank? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I, I've played bits and pieces of it. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I heard a lot of things about Thongs of Virtue. Is yeah, that, is that that is there? the I
1: sequel? Could... Yep. And um, uh, people say it's like more. <laughs> so if you like the first one, here's more.
4: <laughs> now, is 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 the first game substantial, or is it like one of these six hour?
1: I think it's one of these six hour sort of things.
4: Okay. So, so should I wait until... Thales oh, wait, for, <laughs>
1: wait until there's a bundle? Um, yeah. If, you, if you're interested in saving money, I can imagine this would be a game that they'd bundle the two together for a discount. But you're probably right. going to be waiting quite a while. But, oh, that's... I mean, I'm I a would PC think, it, I would now, think it at least six months or something.
4: We're used to waiting. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, from that perspective, like how we waited, you know, 13 years for Icewind Dale to be re I know.
1: That's what you could play while you're waiting. On GOG.com, Icewind Dale's out. Which is out. not dead. It's not dead. And hey. let's not get into that again.
4: <laughs> okay, so, so this has been oh, addressed. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yes, it has. <laughs> no, basically, nobody's happy with that stunt.
4: Yeah, that, that was sloppy.
1: But, <laughs> that you know. was, but uh, $9.99, you can have a copy of Icewind Dale with no DRM. You can go burn it to a disc so it'll be yours until your discs rot. And um, let's see. And what else can you do? Oh, you play it. So Icewind Dale, okay. I never played. So you can help me with this. How does this work? It looks like Baldur's Gate 2, but I hear it's action. So
4: um, it's, I don't get it. It's oh well, I, I wouldn't say it's an action game. Oh, I, I think it's a it's a lot fast. The combat is a lot faster paced. Okay, uh, is it still sure. based
1: on D and D two, or what's different?
4: Yeah, it's 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 you know Icewind Dale is is another like. Well, I okay, meant the combat. Gamers, like,
1: huh? I meant the combat is still based on the the. The nd yeah, 2 system, so like Callers Gate, what two was, or yeah, is it? Absolutely. Oh, okay.
4: But um, it, it, it's just the, the the way that the, the game is balanced, really. Mm-hmm. It's just more conducive to 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 kind of your your stormtrooper slash Helm's Deep kind of.
1: So scenes. I shouldn't. Oh.
4: You know, it, it's a you know.
1: So lots uh, of so I'm tearing through lots of guys.
4: Right, and I mean it's it, it's a lot. Uh, the, the 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 just the theme of it is darker. Uh, I'm not gonna get into it, but mm-hmm. all of these games take place in Forgotten Realms, which is basically a campaign setting for D and D, and Icewind Dale is kind of like the ghetto <laughs> in a way. I, you know, it's just like the seedy underbelly of crime, and uh, so, so I mean, the game gets pretty dark. Um, which you know, it, it, it BioWare can do really well. Um, without it making it seem trite or cheesy. So so part of the reason, I, I like Icewind Dale for me is more about the, the, the setting and the story and all of that, whereas Baldur's Gate, uh, the appeal for me uh, from Baldur's Gate and Baldur's Gate 2 uh, was definitely the characters. Uh, and I mean, obviously the combat is there, but that's just kind of just a means to an end. Uh so yeah, I, you know, I I don't think that if you played Baldur's Gate and liked it, you will immediately like Icewind Dale. Uh just because it takes a, a much different approach. Um but it's definitely worth trying. It. I mean, it's, it, this is Icewind Dale complete, so I I imagine it comes with with all the expansions and the uh...
1: It says, includes the original Icewind Dale and its two expansion packs, Heart of Winter and Trials of the Lure Master, epic music composed by, of course, Jeremy Soule, and experience an exciting action RPG set in the famous Forgotten Realms campaign setting. So, yep. that's what it says. Icewind it,
4: Dale. It's old school. It's, it's an old school PC RPG. It's the equivalent of, like, Dragon Quest 3 or whatever. <laughs> you know? So sure. the. It is not, like, point of entry is not low. Ah. Uh, you will die. Um, <laughs> it's kind of like Baldur's Gate. You know, you start like Baldur's Gate and you run around the, the, you know, run around the little, the chapel, the, the bastion or whatever, the the fortress. And yeah. you're cool and then you get to the first cutscene and then you run six feet and you get killed by a wolf. Um, ah. You have to be careful. You have to be methodical. You have to autosave a lot. Um, but it's very rewarding, and I mean, you know, it, it's more more about the, the, the environment and more about the, the, the combat and telling story through that than it is about the storyline. Um, if you want storyline, play Baldur's Gate too. but if you want just good old PC RPG battle crazy goodness, then Icewind Dale is, 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 is a gem.
1: Nice. So, if you want something a bit newer, we've got—I uh, don't know if I can say this newer—but uh, Harvest Moon Rune Factory Three, <laughs> or Ooh, Rune Factory Three, a that. fantasy Harvest Moon. No, not this one. This is—you're uh, thinking a Grand Bazaar. This ah. is Harvest Rune Factory Three. This is one where you are a boy who's half human, half monster, and I guess you can turn into a sheep and beat up monsters. Is what Which it looks
4: like? I, I, you know, I just <laughs> kind of <dread> weird. Doing
1: <laughs> what?
4: Uh, this is the one where you can either farm or fight, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, or okay. both, I guess. Right. So you get to invite villagers to help them complete quests. And there's multiplayer, local multiplayer, so you can play together with friends if you find somebody else in this country who owns Rune Factory 3. So good luck on that one. But if you're Try buying Pax. it with your friend, yeah, wait till PAX. Uh, I did not see many Harvest Moon shouts going up at PAX. It was mostly <laughs> Dragon Quest Nine. But uh 30 bucks it'll be out November 9th. So look forward to that. A little bit different since you can transform and stuff. So figure how that goes. I would not pick a sheep as my form of choice for battling monsters though. So I don't right, quite like, get that.
4: You know, Gelatina's blob or Balrog. Any
1: or... any anything in the D&D manual would work better than sheep with a hat. But Harris, you're yeah. a sheep with a hat apparently. So I don't get it.
4: Well that's scary, you know. <laughs> if you didn't have the hat.
1: Uh and a belt head <laughs> armor, Hat armor. Sheep. oh and oh. a bandana around the chest maybe I'm misunderstanding maybe he turns into something more scary than the sheep
4: <laughs> than a sheep with a belt and a bandana <laughs> yeah, isn't
1: that scary isn't That is ter- I don't worry sheep. <laughs> like sheep or just... corn alright so oh boy I don't know how to transition to the next story so yeah Oh, yeah, no, I can't no one else has sheep <laughs> Lord of the Rings. And you know what? The sheep sound effects are quite awesome if you have like the surround turned on. Like if yeah. you have the EAX stuff, you'll have just this loud sheep buying in your back corner speaker at times. Like, ah, I've been scared by the damn sheep before. It's like, why is there a sheep in my house? And it's like, no, it's just the surround sound.
4: Lord
1: so of there, the Rings there's my link.
4: <laughs> so
1: they're doing pretty well now.
4: Uh yeah because they went free to play which most MMOs are doing and yeah. wow will probably never do.
1: So they've made they've doubled their revenue after doing that. But I mean that's also due to the fact that they've got a big um
4: PR push
1: around it, right? Right,
4: and also because their revenue was like $11.
1: Yes. <laughs> well, I guess I don't know that that was the case. Uh so here let's see what's what's selling. Shared storage 2 is number one seller, which confuses me because you need Shared Storage 1 to buy Shared Storage 2. Yeah, Shared Storage 1 is the number three top seller. Tome of Vitalities, Riding Skills number four, Shared Storage. Um, oh, the Minds of Moria Expansions number six, Shared Wardrobe Space because you need to share outfits. What else we got? Um, now,
4: the tomes are an interesting thing because they actually, like, you buy one and yeah. it's a plus 10 stat boost, permanent stat boost.
1: That's, like, cheating.
4: right. But nobody really makes a big deal about them, mainly because one, it's capped. Oh, okay. You can only have, but I mean, you can, can have you get like, to that cap money. without
1: spending money and just leveling your character or not?
4: Yeah. Um,
1: oh, you have to earn turbine also, points,
4: though? Um, it's like 495 <laughs> uh, turbine points, which is. $5? Oh. How much is yeah,
1: that? Yeah, I mean. That's like five dollars or what?
4: I'm trying to figure it out because oh. I mean they give you six thousand for fifty dollars.
1: Assume the worst conversion rate.
4: Yeah, okay. let's say three bucks. Okay. Well, not uh, but too that's bad. for every ten, so, and then out at two
1: hundred. Two hundred. So that's quite a lot of money.
4: Yeah, you'd be that. That would be. Is it a,
1: a cap of two hundred boost or two hundred including your normal stats?
4: I think it's a cap of two hundred boost. Wow. Um, um, I would be pissed I about that. I'm surprised that people aren't complaining. Yeah, yeah, I I mean, I, I don't know if... I mean, maybe there's just All some right. mechanic that I'm missing here. Yeah, it must be.
1: So, But apparently it's working out for them. They're making lots of money. And mm-hmm. what did they say? Um, peak concurrency has increased... So people are at 300% the amount of people online at the same time as they used to. Four times as many active players. Um, 53% of the players have bought money in the store that's huge. That's that's not yeah. normal. Um, and twenty percent of their former players returned. So yeah, that's, things that's that's great. That's probably everything they wanted. So they're doing better.
4: Yeah, and I mean, the, the, a lot of MMOs are doing this. Like now, uh, Warhammer Online just introduced a permanent trial mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, where perma trial. Yeah, it's basically you know you you have some limitations, uh, but you can play the game forever and not pay a cent. Uh, uh, what else has gone free-to-play recently? I know there's a bunch.
1: I'm trying to think of stuff, but I mean, it's it's stuff that was older. I can't think of anything recent. EverQuest
4: 2? Um,
1: yeah, I guess that's the most recent one.
4: Went free-to-play, yeah. um, you know, Lord of the Rings, the Pir- uh, Pir- Pirates of the Burning Sea. That oh, that yeah,
1: Pirate of one? the Burning Sea. Yep, that went free-to-play.
4: That also went free-to-play. I, I don't know. I I think that it's um, it's an interesting move,
2: mm-hmm. but it
4: makes me wonder what... Do MMOs that charge a monthly fee not like does that step the bar up for them? Uh, Like, do they have to have a WoW level of support and free updates and free content in order to be able to justify that fifteen dollar fee? Or is this the way MMOs are going? Um, I don't know. That's you know. Are you looking up? (laughs) Uh, No, I'm
1: just uh, I'm just talking to someone. We've got the wonderful 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 um chat room and i'm talking to them and you yes. could be part of the chat room too by going to rpgamer.com slash live during the show there's my plug um so here's something that's free to play as long as you want and forever and ever and ever and ever as many million years as you want to and some, something. something that people do pokemon what pokemon don't you play pokemon forever and ever and ever my pokemons oh. my pokemans let me show you <laughs> them don't show me your so Pokémon. Like Keep that in your pants. Oh. So Black and White's coming out in Japan pretty soon. November 20th. They're going to ha- Oh, I guess it's already out in Japan, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. So what they're going to do on November 20th is special laser etched uh or are they laser etched or they're etched or something? Uh, so they've got the two legendaries from the games etched on the top of the Poca- of the DS, and it says Pokemon Black or Pokemon White, depending if you buy the black or the white I don't one.
3: Know, it seems a little late to the party, though. Wouldn't you think they want to get this out like, during the, on
1: launch day to entice yeah. new pay- players to buy both at the same time? Yeah, things don't always go as planned. This is still out in time for Christmas, which I, I guess, don't know how true. much that matters in Japan. I guess it matters oh, a little it's a bit. Oh, big buy day. It's just not as big. But, yeah. yeah. So, that's something. And, you know, kids don't get kids don't get games on release date they have to beg their parents for a month and a half then they get the game Mm -hmm. when the the parent realizes that the kid hasn't shut up so this game actually is important to them then they buy it i think that's how that works right because otherwise they just forget about it it was just a week you know they got over it
4: personas taught me
1: anything christmas is a big date day so buy your date (laughs) apparently in japan it is according to the games but i don't know
3: yeah, so on TV. that day, buy
1: your girl a DSI. Yep. Or boy. Or boy. Or boy. Or boy. Or both. <laughs> At the same time. Got some weird stuff going on there.
3: Hey, hey, hey! If they let me, I will. <laughs> ask, ask Zevran. Oh God. Was that? Was that? What game was that?
1: Yeah, it was Dragon, that, Age. Dragon Age? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Zevran doesn't care.
4: Oh <laughs> man, there are yeah. some crazy Dragon Age mods out now. I don't want to like. If, if us talking about Zevran reminded you of that, I don't. Want to know. <laughs> yeah, what are these mods oh, it, it, that talking about Zevran reminded is the worst you? Worst thing that has ever happened, uh, and it is so disturbing that I had to install it as soon as I saw it. I don't
3: understand but, that. This will ruin well, me for life.
4: Okay, let, let me explain this mod. Uh, All right, just so you can see how twisted the minds that that are in the modern community are. There is a mod that introduces a side story. Now, I, I I don't know if you you know who Sandal is, right? The um let's say slow guy that it hangs out at your camp and just says enchantment.
3: Oh yeah, that that uh, guy. Nice guy.
4: Right. So his, his his stepdad runs a little short on money, and so he decides that the best way to go about it is to start uh pimping out his son in Denerim to provide services to nobles. Yeah. Uh yeah. And that's the start of
1: the... Of, oh. of the of, um, he's such a nice so, guy. So that's
4: the kind of stuff that's going on right now in the, that's in terrible. The DAO. Wait,
1: they're actually tra- doing child trafficking oh. is the mods that they're putting out there? That isn't even legal.
4: I think it he's like 18, denim,
1: but he's but he's special. He just, it is in denim. Enchantment. No,
4: <laughs> enchantment. and they use that dialogue <laughs> enchantment. line. Um, what is
1: the scene? dialogue? I don't even remember that dialogue line.
4: It just says enchantment. Oh. Over and over again. Why does so he say very enchantment? Because he can't. He all, all he can do is enchant. His mind is twisted. Oh, that's blurred. right.
1: Him. Yeah. Oh, that's mean. You're doing terrible stuff to him.
4: That's No, awful. his dad is. <laughs> so gonna...
1: Do you stop him? Do you save the
4: kid or something? Yes, that's the point of the DLC. But okay,
1: I'm
4: uh, just saying it's it's twisted. That's awful. stop <laughs> child and exploitation.
1: I... I guess but Did you
3: get an achievement
4: there for what,
1: if, before this mod there was no child <laughs> exploitation in the game. Oh
4: <laughs> well, there well, was too. It's terrible. There's that there's that one chick.
1: Alright, so
2: oh, uh, Pokemon.
1: Oh uh, <laughs> uh, we've got a review coming up of Oh Yes. We've got a review of Harvest Moon Grand Bazaar who Sam Marcello reviewed. All right, so this is double jump, This right? is the moment double jump. Michael was really looking forward to this one, but he must be sad now because... Here, let me read you the, the pluses and minuses. You tell me what the score is. Bizarre feature is addictive. Lots of items mm-hmm. to create. Um, you can jump. That's one of the pluses. <laughs> minuses a, are jumping doesn't add much. It's a bare-bones <laughs> story and irritating music and sound. All right, 3. guess 5. the score. 3.5. <laughs> No, this is Sam. Three,
4: yeah, I, I don't know. Three? I mean, it's, it's, the game 4. is 5. called Grand Bazaar. So it's the,
1: the correct answer 1.5. The correct score is 2.0. Oh. 2.0 uh, out of 5. And that British person, British, yeah, the British person is John Yearworth. Thank you for joining us.
5: Apologies for being late. <laughs> yes,
1: but it's all right. You made it. I, I, I told yes. people they might get British people, and they got British people. They're going to be very happy. Ah, I hear I wonder if Vortex five five six five six six is listening to this so he can realize that we've got another British guy if he doesn't start showing up. That's more. right Lee, we don't need you. Yeah. Like go on, run Lee. a marathon. Yeah, go run a mar- about, marathon Do they smell each
4: other.
1: <laughs> what? Smell each other.
5: <laughs>
4: sniff each other
1: out. Oh no, it's not it's not like two cats fighting, no. I don't think so.
5: <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm currently suffering from very British flu. British flu? Is that
1: different it's than... It's very
0: dignified. It's very dignified. <laughs> yeah, it's very dignified. Sneeze, flu. sneeze,
1: cheerio. Hey. <laughs> uh, hit,
3: hit. Oh, I still my cucumber
1: sandwich. Ouch. I'm so hungry. Oh, apparently there was a good retro view on our site, says Master Chief. So let me find it. rpgamer.com. Where's a good... This- what? Retro we had a retro review of Final Fantasy VII. Oh, 7. Let's see who yes. did this. Michael Cunningham did it. Oh, I love this. Here, here we go. Wonderful soundtrack, unique artistic yeah. characters, lots of variety with Materia, but the characters mm-hmm. don't differ enough in combat. It's visually schizophrenic and the localization, um, quote, this guy are sick, unquote. Guess the score. Right.
4: 3 3. Three. That's
1: right. Three out of but five. But I'm cheating
4: because I, I read that review. Which, really, um,
1: looking at it with today's eyes, when you take out the fact that it was the first like RPG with all these MF, FMVs and all that stuff, when you take that out of it, it's like, yeah, that's what it is. Oh,
5: I I, I oh. still consider it. Uh, seven is most definitely a three.
4: Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I it, we, at the time, even, it did
1: groundbreaking stuff, so it deserved to be praised for it, but now it's not so groundbreaking. Know,
4: I, I think that, you know. It, a game can introduce new paradigms Without and still good. not be very good <laughs> right yeah. and i think that you know i went but after i read that review i was like i wonder what the reviews that gave this game like 95s back then are like and you go through them and 90% of the of the of the praise that goes into the game it's for the graphics, yeah, and for the FMVs. But I, then you get into the bare bones, and so like, and I mean, yeah, the characters are kind of samey in combat, and you know, whatever. It looks so pretty, like yep. wow. And it's like three CDs long. Yep. Um, this so is why I, I was I disappointed
1: that, in Seven. It's like it has graphics, and that's all it had. And I, I recognized that at the time, though I, you know, I'm not mm-hmm. a good reviewer, so I didn't know how to say it.
3: <laughs> it's like like a, a shallow model. She's sure she's hot. But you can't have a conversation. It's right. And I mean, um, it has
4: to do with what you can compare it to. Yeah. Um, well, compared to everything else at the time,
1: it was like, wow, look at that well,
4: one. I mean, <laughs> I, I just think that you could point out the same flaws without a basis for comparison, but it is a lot tougher um, to say, you know, to, to just kind of pull out of your head, like, why does cloud look like six bubbles in this one? And well, then all of a sudden... There is novelty like st- in
1: this stuff, too. You get enjoyment out of a new thing. So if this thing does enough new things, it doesn't matter if the rest sucks because you're still having a lot of fun, right? Right. And that's the, that's what people were motivated by when they write those reviews, isn't it? How much fun they had.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, and I mean, you know, this this is kind of like... This was a starting point for a good chunk of, of the people that, that play RPGs nowadays. Yep. Uh, we're if it old, wasn't for this, like, no
1: one would be obsessed with Japan. Oh, we would I'm have declaring. such a better fan base. Uh, I mean, um, no, uh, I didn't say that out loud.
4: <laughs> I, what? Uh, no, but, no, you nothing. Know,
1: I, Just old anti Final Fantasy VII fans bigotry. We
4: are through. old, <laughs> decrepit. Well, I'm famous. I'm one of
1: those you know SNES era bigots or fans. So. Bigots is more. more yeah,
4: that's probably uh, right. Yeah. You know, I I, I my I started with pc rpgs but i have played a console rpgs since you know there were console RP- like my first console RPG was dragon warrior uh and i don't think that that gives me any more credibility when i'm talking about final fantasy 7 as somebody that started with final fantasy 7 but i think that it's easier to be impressed by it if you haven't seen the road leading up to it um and I think that the result of a lot of the reviews that were coming out at the time was that. So, you know, I, I'm not I, – I don't disagree with that review at all. And I think that if reviewers back then um, were less, you know, like kittens. <laughs>
1: were less like kittens?
4: You know, impressed with shiny baubles. Oh, okay. Uh, they, they would have um, probably have given it something around the lines of a 7 uh, or 8 out of 10. I
3: don't Am know. I the only one who hasn't played FF7? Oh, yes. maybe.
4: In yeah, the here. world.
1: Probably in the world, yeah.
4: <laughs> um, in, in, on my, the PC.
5: <laughs> in my personal defense, um, I think when I, when I first played Final Fantasy VII, I didn't know what an RPG was. Uh, but then really? again, without playing Final Fantasy VII, I wouldn't have discovered Final Fantasy VI. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Uh, see, I, I I, just don't like this idea that, oh, because we were overshied by the graphics, we shouldn't have given it good scores. I think the score is a statement at the time. Trying to make that score last forever and ever is the mistake, in my opinion. You know,
4: opinion. I, I, I think that... A, um, and, I mean, I, I'm going to dissent slightly here. Yeah. I think that a review score should tell you how well a game does what it's set out to do. Hmm. Um, and I think that seven... Had a lot of awesome ideas, and I think that people remember the things that it got right. Uh, you know, like the FMV storytelling and the really awesome backgrounds, and of course, uh, all of this stuff is kind of coated in a candy coating because the the soundtrack just added so much to the experience. But I think that there are a lot of things that FF Seven tried to do that it did not accomplish well. The
3: I don't experience. know. It, from mm-hmm. based on what everyone here, it sounds like what it really wanted to accomplish was. This sort of a visual, this visual audio masterpiece.
4: Yeah, but so say, that was has their to focus. Well, That's supposed, supposed
1: to be, be. well as as part of a way of telling a story, right? And so, right. how well does it tell that story? And things like the translation get in the way, and things like the combat might get in the way for you, depending on your opinion of it. And mm-hmm. I think it's more of an issue now than it was in the day. So back then, back then, I think you had a more tolerance of it, and the graphics and stuff were so far beyond what you were used to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've said that I, three I, times now, so I better stop
5: saying it. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't notice. I didn't. I didn't notice the mistranslations, but I think they may have fixed a few of them in the PC version. I think um, they correct. Maybe. Yeah, I, I, I played the PC
1: version, the but ports. the problem with playing the PC version now is it's hard to get it to work.
4: Oh well, yeah, I mean you know you, you can get You've it patched now to run on stepping. You need Upgraded. help. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that that is true with PC games like circa. Nineteen ninety-eight and and younger, you know, Um, but yeah, I I just think that there was a lot of good ideas in Seven, and I would, you know, if there ever were to be a remake, which I honestly do not think will ever happen, um, mainly because the 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 resources it would take to make it would not match the revenue.
2: On a three DS, it
4: could work. Yeah, but I mean, is that what you? I, I don't know. I want them to do it, it
1: right. I want them to do the full, full straight up remake, like the, the, the one the, that would lo- cost happen? a lot of money. But no. you
3: know, the funny thing is, I haven't even played this game. I'm sick to death of Cloud already. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just don't mean, don't I, worry, the game won't help you at all with that.
3: <laughs> I just want to come on some new characters. I mean, imagine what they could well,
1: what they could create. Did you the, play uh, Final Fantasy VIII? No. Okay.
4: Good. Because they're the um, same but,
1: character. But anyway.
4: No, I think that the reason that you see stuff like Advent Children, the reason you saw stuff like Ark, Because Eyes, Square can make a lot of money off of it. Well, it's because what people liked about that game was or not the, the game part. <laughs> you know, it, nobody's missing the materia system. Nobody's missing the, the, the Knights of the Round or the stupid That's let's true. make well, oh, oh, no, people
1: want game. Chocobo breeding. They how do did, want um, HD Chocobo breeding. I guarantee you.
3: <laughs> Crisis Core, how did that do?
1: Uh, that did very well. That was an excellent
4: game. What about game. Uh, Sur- did, G- did that not satisfy
3: everybody?
1: No, because it's not Final Fantasy VII. It was a, it's a prequel. I don't know, man. It's a totally different game, too. Right. I, I think you know, this but... game, you know, seen, you know, people want to see it stand up as like, do what it did in its era again. So take <laughs> it to the next level. Show us what graphics can do on these consoles that we, can't, that we didn't think they could do or something like that. Yeah, I thought that's, that's what every happen. final
2: fantasy
4: game is supposed to be. Yeah,
2: that's I mean, what the was doing as well. Yeah. Like
4: Maybe. that's what like 10 tried to be 7 at the time because obviously square it, like you don't work at Square Enix and say, "Oh, I know that a final fantasy 7 remake would sell through the roof, but let's not make it cuz eh, you know, like that's not what they're saying that that is not that what they're saying is I don't think that we can make this game with less money than we would actually make from it. And I I think that's a very straightforward and very, you know, reasonable thing to say because you can do the DS remake and that would, I think, piss a lot of people off. Because it's not what they want. What they want is a full-blown, like, Final Fantasy XIII graphic-style remake where you see Sephiroth with the goth lipstick and, 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 and the oh, fire. That's and what they
1: mean by HD remake. They don't just it's mean up It's
3: 2010. Hasn't that gone out of fashion yet? <laughs> no.
1: It's Sephiroth. <laughs>
4: he's, man, it's, it's,
1: it's, it's, been, it's been long enough he's back in fashion, probably.
4: Yeah, Ugh, it's,
2: retro.
1: You, you know, know how it works.
4: You take and and you pirate half of it, and then they call you... I, a
1: good fa- Sephiroth costume is impressive. Always has awesome. been. The what? A good Sephiroth costume is impressive. It's a coat. And a sword and the other stuff. <laughs> but if it doesn't the sh- look The shoulder fake, pads. The shoulder, shoulder pads. pads. Yeah, there you go. Oh. <laughs> Very the important. metal shoulder pad, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, and so lipstick. that's that's our news for this week. Um, now the,
5: irony, the irony is that Square Enix could produce an HD remake of Final Fantasy VII, and there would still... A, a subdivision of their fan base that complained endlessly about it.
1: Oh, it doesn't matter well, what Square does. Gonna, you know, yeah. I mean that's Nothing scary.
5: Square does will ever sate their fan base ever again. No, they want but they want the Super NES days back and they're not going to get know, it. You know, I think the problem is I think they're
3: they're competing with nostalgia and old memories as opposed to realities and They're that, yeah.
5: competing with
4: SquareSoft. They're no, com- They're competing I mean, they're, they're competing with nostalgia. Well, that's what I'm saying. Square they're... Enix is competing with Squaresoft.
1: You can't have the days when you're in high school playing games in your bedroom back. All right?
4: It's oh, done. Yeah. You, can, it's you can't over. remember,
3: like, Aerith is your first love anymore. You can't yeah. remember this, like, the first game that you, you
1: cried. You can only have one first.
4: <laughs> I've never yeah. cried during a game. Maybe I'm just a heartless bastard. You, oh, you are. Did we I... all know oh, this. Oh,
1: Red Dead. That's right.
4: A little. Red Dead Redemption. Very
1: little. Very little, but yeah. I, that made me really
3: fast. i started crying i heard about the zombies oh. <laughs> <laughs> this
4: <is> full circle
1: <laughs> and we're done with news so one of the things i'm really excited to have john on for as we go into our now playing segment is john was able to go to Eurogamer's expo right
4: awesome yep
1: yeah um, so you got to tell us on, all only about only on this that's fine but what happened what'd you see awesome uh sephiroth cosplayers or anything
5: Actually, if there's one thing, if there's one thing that was a distinct lack of at Eurogamer it was cosplayers. Actually, oh. uh, I've been to i I've, I've been to expos. I've been to a couple of anime conventions, uh, but yeah. The, the, I would think European those, fashion
1: would give rise to really good cosplayers. No.
5: Um. Well, in my experience, yes, we have had some exceptionally good cosplayers. They just don't show up to Eurogamer. Oh. It's not that kind. It's not that kind of. Uh, so what expo. kind? Of,
1: okay. What kind of expo was it? Then?
5: Um, it's kind of well. It is pretty much um uh i'm sort of struggling how to describe it really it's very um i mean
4: because i <laughs> what was it for I, <laughs> who was there bookers and Blow? i don't know
5: yeah, yeah. pretty much uh, no, no it was literally just a display of um games that are either recently released okay um because halo reach was there yeah or sort of released sometime in the sort of very or sort of close future and the witcher Two. Yeah, I'm I'm st- I'm still kicking myself over missing that presentation. Oh. Actually, oh, I, I I blame a combination of um, Fable three and really bad sleep deprivation. Oh, uh, I didn't I didn't get any uh, I didn't get any sleep the previous night before I went to Eurogamer. So when I actually got there, I was dead walking. Ah. I bet. How
4: was Fable three though? Yeah,
5: tell us about Fable three. Fable three. Um. Now I had ex- um, I I've only really had some ex- experience with Fable two. Um, That's fine. By playing co op with someone else, so I didn't really see a lot of its. Um, we didn't do a lot of like plot related stuff. So I, That's I okay. Really the game comment- was
1: mostly about farting in crowds, so
5: you didn't miss that much. <laughs> it does. It does appear that they just they've taken everything that. You do appear to have taken a lot of the criticism on board that was made of uh, Fable two, and it, it sort of improved on things in Fable three. Um, I mean, for example, you don't know, actually appear to actually play um, a member of the royal family and uh, a member of the royal family that actually does something ah. At that. Um, you are surrounded by British accents on all sides. Um, it's been on the podcast before, but we've, you know, we've got voice talents of John Cleese, Stephen Fry, Simon Pegg. That's <laughs> yes,
1: so uh, good. Um, they're casting. so King- awesome. Sir
5: Ben, Sir ben Kingsley. Uh, they're everywhere. He, you know the, if there's one thing that uh, fable 3 will do exceedingly well it will have an absolutely fantastic voice track mm-hmm. that i cannot deny the gameplay uh it it's kind of hard to, to to sort of comment really much on on a sort of short you know i, I didn't really play it for that long but mm-hmm. um on such a short but it does appear to be um still sort of good old fable combat if you're used to it okay <laughs> alright <laughs> I'd, yeah, I'd say, it, uh, yeah it's
1: just an action game, basically, is, the, is yeah, how the, I the don't, other ones work. Right.
5: If, you, if you didn't like Fable's combat originally, you're probably still not going to like it now, ah. basically. Right. But if,
2: if A you, lot
1: of button mashing and use a couple skills or something, right?
5: Yeah, something like that, yeah. It, it is easier to magic. between magic and your sword and your gun, though. Yeah. It, yeah, they do appear to have streamlined the combat, but it is still, you know, hit stuff, cast magic at them in the same kind of fashion. Now, oh, was um, there
4: any sort of um, Kinect support or anything
5: <laughs> like that? The Fable 3, no, but uh, Microsoft did have a bunch of other Kinect stuff that right. I stayed clear of um, available.
1: That you stayed but, clear of? Oh, you didn't try any of it? I was sleep-deprived. I <laughs> <So> <laughs> don't you want to dance over
5: and hurt when yourself? you're sleep Dude, Dance Central uh, is not bad. Kayak across the Alps? Or I don't something? think uh, that, they did... The the Connect games that were present were uh, Dance Central, Connect uh, Adventures, Connect Joyride, and Connect Sports. Mm-hmm. Um, Sony also had a competing stand set up for various uh, Move-related stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Just because.
4: Yeah, no. The reason I ask is because for some reason I have I have some story running around in my head about Fable Three and Connect. Maybe I'm thinking of Milo. <laughs> oh, it's
5: not going. Yeah, oh, be oh, a- remember- it's sorry, all no, cancelled yeah there was that story I think we put it was on the podcast about two weeks ago yeah um where uh we reported at roughly the same time that they'd cancelled the project Milo, which uh Lionhead were working on
1: yeah
5: uh which is that connect thing where you interacted with a, they cancelled well, the kid. thing they
1: wouldn't acknowledge was a game anyway.
5: Right, which they
1: wouldn't they yeah. never know. Um, and then there thing. was a,
5: another. There was another piece of news that came out, sort of almost right next to it, which rumored that the technology that Minehead had been using for Project Milo would end up in some fashion in Fable Three. Yes. So, now, what I what I can say is that the Fable Three um, sort of demos that they had set up there were just regular um, 360.
1: Yeah, save at E3 and packs. Was, so
5: yeah, there was no there was no connect support. Mm. Those. That's a shame. So if if they if they are if they are going to put Kinect support into Fable Three, um, they, haven't revealed, they haven't revealed they, yeah, they haven't revealed the, the, uh, they, they didn't,
1: didn't happen to have the collector's edition of Fable Three on display there,
5: did they? No. they didn't. Okay. From what I remember anyway. I'm wondering so. about, do about Do you have picking any questions
3: specifically about the collector's edition?
1: Um yeah, if I want to get it or not.
2: Oh, yeah. it's
3: terrible. You don't want it. Oh
1: really? Oh.
3: Uh, I saw an unboxing uh, that Lionhead Studios did themselves. Oh. What they showed off was,
2: was not... <laughs> and it,
1: and it didn't look good from them? Oh. oh, it looks terrible. Oh, Okay, good. I can save some money. I should uh, have I can, uh, that with the Amazon I credit can find last it week. Quickly. Say what? Wait, 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 what, Manny? I can find you that video real fast. No, I don't need to see it. That's fine.
4: You know, unless a collector's edition has additional content, I never saw the point.
1: All right, what else did they have at uh, Eurogamer? A lot of did they have like Digital Foundry doing comparisons of PS3 and Xbox 360 games? Or no?
5: Uh, no, they didn't actually. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: trying to think a uh, Eurogamer that stuff.
5: Actually, that would have that would have actually been pretty good. And I've got the list of uh, I've got the list of playable games that were that were presented there. Obviously, not all of them are, are RPG related. In fact, barely any of them are RPG related. Yeah. Um, uh, they had stuff like the um, uh, the uh, playable version of things like Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Um, I think the most popular... Oh, game...
1: right, he said beta. Alright, I got it. I'm like, what is he talking um, the, about?
5: <laughs> uh, the most popular game, if judging by the queue length, was the um, upcoming first-person shooter, Brink. Oh, really?
1: People are really uh, interested in Brink. I don't get yeah. it, but I must be missing it somehow.
5: Um, no. from, from a personal perspective... Did you play it? Uh, Brink, no, I couldn't be asked to stand in the queue for forty-five minutes. Oh, okay. Oh, you're press man. just cut? Yeah, the, yeah I, th- I kind of feel like that if I had done that, I probably would have been lynched by uh, the people standing. No, there. it's that's they, fine. They can't correct. do any,
1: They can't do anything. There to are
5: you. there are so many London Underground tracks for me to be thrown onto. From oh, God, it, it, <laughs> you know, it, and it, I think it would have been. Uh, I think it would have been a painful experience had I tried it. Mm-hmm. So, and some of the things that are listed on the. Games thing I didn't see uh, didn't see on the floor, which is unfortunate because Dragon Age Two was one of them. Mm. I was either blind or I, they pulled out or something. I don't know. Um, Fallout New Vegas, which looks like, like Fallout Three in Vegas. <laughs> I can't really co- I can't really comment on it more than that. So I, 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 don't I, think, I think
4: that is what they needed to do. I, I honestly don't think that they should have changed much. Because that is the game that sold a couple of million All of the
3: changes are under the hood, really.
4: Right. The game. I, I don't think
5: the uh, Fallout 3 New uh, Sorry, the Fallout New Vegas things were running the um, promise. The, the new hardcore mode either.
4: Mm-hmm. Wait, what is this?
5: Um, Fallout... Uh, new Vegas has a, um, uh, this sort of um, hardcore mode where you have to do... Um, like, you have to make sure you drink... All of your ammo has weight. Oh, um, yeah, it's making eat. it like the original to, Fallout. Right? Yeah, yeah, you've got to eat, you've got to drink, and you've got to sleep to avoid sleep deprivation. Oh, nice. uh, I've got an, There was oh, an article in. Possible. There's an article in the uh, November edition of the uh, the UK version of PC Gamer that discusses it, and it things like about uh, talks about what wandering across the Mojave Wasteland, just thankful that you find a restroom so you can slurp the water out of the U bend. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> that's how much. That's how much you'll be wanting water. Well, bearing yeah. in mind the
4: games in a desert. Yeah. Now, did you follow PC Gamer? Like, have you been following PC Gamer for a while now?
5: Uh, I must admit, I've been collect. I've been buying magazines since about 2004. So, okay. do you remember Coconut Monkey? Uh, I remember. Only vaguely remember Coconut Monkey. Um, because
4: I think he was around before. Yeah, that was of, like 97 to like 02 or something
5: like that. I, I do have a single... I had a single demo disc that had Coconut Monkey on. It's like, pretty, really, really, really old CD yeah. from dated somewhere in 1997. And then the U, the US and the UK one kind of split thematically. <laughs> and only the, the US version uses them anymore.
4: Uh, yeah, yeah, no, the, the, the Coconut Monkey died a long time ago, but that was a... Oh, I, I loved Coconut Monkey. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any other stuff um
5: Rock Band 3 looks complicated uh, <laughs> they were shown off pro mode then or what with the real uh, guitar- I was no Rock Band 3 was playable yeah. um well, what,
1: were, what were what was complicated about it should be like the other uh, two
5: I think they've um, they've uh, in, like increased the complexity of uh, the potential complexity of the guitar controller.
1: Well, yeah, if you uh, get the pro mode controller or something, yeah.
5: Yeah, have you have you seen the um like the, the the pro version of the guitar? Well, there's controller.
1: two of them. One that has like a bazillion buttons that everyone's right. scared of, and, and one, one that, that has yeah. real Hard. strings and stuff, which looks like a real guitar, which I, people did, are did intrigued you get by. That one I mean,
4: it's a squire strap. Yeah, because it's it not. It real... doesn't
1: even have a date yet. The the, the yeah. one with strings. So they had the one with like 250 buttons then.
4: Just Matt Yeah, I
1: think they had that one Yeah, there. think about one of those buttons fails. <laughs> <Yeah>. You're done. <laughs> that sucks. Uh,
5: just saving a flick, through. Yeah, who wants uh, to restring plastic controls? Oh, I
4: can't <laughs> play Fear the Reaper anymore.
1: Well, the, the Strat, uh, Manny, the, the real one with strings is also a real guitar. So yeah,
4: it's, it's a square Strat. Like, it will plug work it as a cap. real guitar,
1: so at like, least it has that going for I'll it. To- hey, can you tune my, t- <laughs> my Xbox
4: 360 oh, yeah. one, of the, uh, one of the other ones Oh I my didn't- gosh,
1: that's a good point. If you or don't that. tune it, it's gonna sound awful while you're playing it.
4: Well, but the yeah.
1: game will think it's fine, but it'll sound terrible.
4: I'm sure, dude. Tuning a, an electric is so easy, especially if you can plug it into stuff. I would bet money that there's a there there's a tuner in the 360. Oh yeah, so like okay,
1: yeah, it'll just tell you what's okay. Yep. Good point. All
5: right. Uh, um, the other, I think the other game that would have made Noodle very happy is, um, Kirby's Epic, Epic Yarn, Yarn was present. Yeah. Was present oh, yeah. I, What'd you think? Um, I must admit, I just spent about 20 to 30 minutes just admiring someone else playing the game because the cues mm-hmm. for it were so long. It was really popular. Ah, uh, yeah. It, it attracted a lot of fans, that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Nintendo have, defi- have definitely done something right with the Kirby franchise, even if their advertisements are a little bit odd. <laughs> with the, <phallic laughs> yarn. Yeah, the uh the Kirby's Kirby. Kirby's, Kirby's yarn. taking a
1: whiz on your advertisement.
5: Um uh, the other thing uh the other really interesting thing I saw was um uh while well, um StarCraft two has obviously been out for a while. Yeah. Um three D? They have uh, it in three D uh, or yeah, something? Yeah, they they had uh Nvidia where Oh, oh with, did it have um, three monitors? It, no, it was not oh. that version.
2: The, ah! the um
5: Single the single screen version where they've got a a, a set of um, sort of glasses that wire into the card or something like that. I thought like they that.
1: were supposed to have like a three monitor setup of that.
5: that I was, think they have a three monitor setup of it as well. I want pl- um, to try one, that. This was one using a single monitor. It was right. it, 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 if you could focus your eyes on it, the effect definitely worked. Yeah, but would you want to be
1: playing Starcraft Two for as long as you tend to play Starcraft Two with that? <laughs> um.
5: That I don't know if you're the kind of person who can adjust your eyes well for for 3D. I mean uh, before I tried StarCraft 2 on the 3D yeah. thing, I hadn't used like 3D glasses in years for anything. I haven't watched sure. a 3D film before, so I'm not used to to that that kind of eye focus thing you have to do. Yeah. Um when 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 I could get the focus right, it did actually look pretty good. There there is something to be said about having a, a you know a flat monitor and then watching say you know one of the the typical buildings from StarCraft 2 yeah. sort of appear to kind of you know, rise well, what does it the do monitor?
1: for you? How does it help you with the game? Does it at all?
5: I don't. I don't think it's kind of to help with the game. I think it's just to kind of make you go kind of. Woo so it's just eye candy. A bit. Oh, woo! Yeah,
1: it's, so that, it's, it's, there we go. Final Fantasy 7 3D. That's yep. what we need. Yep. chocobo breeding and you see in something in 3d out of, yeah <laughs> 3D, choco- 3d chocobo breeding i'm amending oh, my earlier prediction Lord.
5: i say, the problem the problem i had with it though is i can't <laughs> focus my eyes very well that's, so a, that's a title
1: where, for the show by the way 3d chocobo breeding
5: <laughs> <3D. laughs> uh, so while my while my um while the effect worked for about 15 seconds what i ended up doing then is just sort of unfocusing my eyes and it would go blurry again so yeah uh, i think you have to be that kind of person who's willing to kind of you know train your eyes to use 3D technology. So, so is that the uh, kind of thing that
4: you can train? Then, like you get used to it, and after a while, you just know how to do it, and you know it's I, less. I stressful? think.
5: I, I personally think it is. Um, mm-hmm. I would have had to have had to actually you know sat down with 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 the technology available. Probably played a few different games because Nvidia's technology is designed so you can apply uh, different 3D profiles to different. And PC this is games. with the glasses. This is with glasses.
4: Okay, because I'm just wondering what the difference is between, like, if the glasses are, are, are adding extra strain, because I was thinking of buying a 3DS, uh, but it was the strain part that was just kind of keeping me from, like, like, is this something that I'm going to be able to play for an oh, hour?
1: 3DS, you just turn the slider down, <laughs> and it goes full 2D. So it's not a problem with the 3DS. Right, but at that
4: point, why don't I just have a DS?
1: Because it's more powerful than the DS, and it's oh. going to have the new games. That's why. It's yeah. the next Unfortunately,
5: uh, Eurogamer wasn't shiny enough to have 3DSs. You guys oh, in America keep those.
1: Well, um, they uh, didn't have those at PAX either. So yeah. Yeah. They, no, that, they only that, had that, them at E3. That is not
5: fun. Yeah, they, they, yeah. Yeah. they saved them for E3. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't, well, we they didn't just redesigned
1: them anyway, so they're probably they're cranking out production. Yeah, what they're focusing on.
4: That's cool, though. Anything, anything else? Also, did you me? hear the
1: story about the the 3ds and Epic? Er? They said the 3ds oh. will not run the Unreal Engine. It doesn't. Oh, really? It, it's from everything they've heard, it doesn't sound like it's going to meet the yeah, minimum I mean, specs. So based on the dele- based development. You remember box? those
3: leak specs that they announced? where yeah. it
1: running like an ARM11, which is like maybe on like on the original
3: iPhone or oh. the iPhone 3G. Yeah. Right. If you look at like stuff like Epic Citadel, that will only run on the 3GS and up. So what he's say, he's not being he's not trying to hate on hurt. Yeah. the no he's just saying yeah. Some uh, people talk that, the wrong the way, way. They're like, "Say, oh it's screw it's... you, Epic. We don't want your games anyway."
4: Well, I mean, what what do uh, 3D games on the DS traditionally run under? Is it just individual engines or oh do yeah they, they yeah yeah.
1: Yeah, there's. You know, I'm sure there's some middleware out there. They're just saying that Unreal Engine won't be able to be ported to the 3DS yeah. the way it I'm looks. I'm surprised how much negative feedback he got back. Well, that. I'm shocked to think that the 3DS is not as powerful as an iPhone.
3: I'm not at all. If it's true what they're saying about those, uh, what well, because the, but, the you 3DS know, is
1: designed bit... for games and the iPhone is designed for phoning. So, like, what's up with that?
3: Well, it's not surprising. Nintendo's always been a company that takes off-the-shelf products. Make sure it's cheap and yeah. they sell it at profit.
4: Yeah, that that is a Nintendo thing.
5: Like I always I always cool. thought the iPhone was designed to be an Apple product.
2: <laughs>
1: okay, fair enough.
5: <laughs> you know, it, it kind of carries carries certain things with it. Um, I was saying. Oh, was oh just and the to... iPhone is
3: a moving target after all. Every year, it's going to get more powerful.
2: Yeah, I just mm-hmm.
1: expected the 3ds to be a cut above that since it's a dedicated gaming machine. You'd think that they'd take care of the graphics things such that it would take a couple years for an iPhone to bother to have as much Ooh, graphics, graphics power.
2: Really
3: Are you kidding me? I mean, uh,
1: remember the Telltale guys were talking about how the, I- their, the iPhone is more powerful Well, that was compared to the, the original. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
4: Yeah, but, I mean, but you, it's a general computing
1: that, gaming device. This is a dedicated gaming device. Yeah, but well, I mean, you compared so the
4: PSP to the DS. The PSP has much higher graphic capabilities, but that hasn't mm-hmm. hurt the DS game sales at oh, all. Well, yeah, I'm not,
1: wor- I'm not worried about the 3DS at all as far as sales Seriously. go. Right. I just, because, I'm disappointed I mean, just that the graphics can't be as pushed as far as I was hoping they'd be. Oh, the so video. I mean, the,
3: the thing that you're that we're forgetting is that it's going to have a lot of stuff like um, their shaders and their their pro pixel shading. That's yeah. going to make a lot of these games look contest. I was hoping
1: to have like, games with at least the graphic fidelity of Epic Citadel on the 3DS, and then nope. um, look to the PSP2 to be the next like, wow factor. You know? well, the PS- you know. From well. what I heard, the PSP2
3: is, it's, uh, is the next big wow factor. I heard like, there's even a rumor that uh, dev kits for the PSP
1: are no longer being sold. Yeah, original. as of the end of this year. I mean, I think at this point we know PSP2's coming. I mean, we've heard right. too many... Re- there's been too many leaks here. This, this you know, it's okay. I,
3: I like this idea that, I mean, people keep on saying, that, oh, the iPhone's going to hurt the 3DS and, oh, the the 3DS is killing the PSP. And it seems like all three of these, ga- these consoles will have a very different market. Well, well, maybe if, I think well, the 3ds is your 3D console. That's where you go for your 3D. It'd be nice the to hear is...
1: people stop hating on the PSP just because, as a smaller market share, treating it as though it's non-existent. I know. Well, I it's know.
4: smaller, but not by much. I mean, I like know. if you look at the sales uh, right it's like, now, what, like 25
3: million worldwide.
4: Well, or the game well, yeah, sales. I mean, are, well, they're at, talking about the game
1: uh, sales, Kiro. They're talking about the game sales, not the, not the not yeah, the, not the hardware sales. Because the, the, what they what they do is is they tell you, oh, well, everyone's just buying them to jailbreak. And pirate. Right. And so it's like you can't use the sales figure of the systems in your argument. It's well,
4: kind of yeah, annoying. but I mean, you could say the same for for the DS. You know, you get an R4 yes.
3: car.
4: Yeah. I still <laughs> like the idea that the
3: iPhone's going to be one where you get your quick little experiences that you play when you're waiting in line or on the bus or something. 3DS is like your big 3D cinematic sentence so or sort of a big 3D ex- uh, experience and your Nintendo titles. And the PSP is probably going to have to be, it's going to have to go push it further into real high tech and maybe like this big kind of I don't know. What would Sony have to do to differentiate themselves from the other two?
4: Uh, they would have to code it in gold. No. Uh, you know,
1: they need I, games that are designed for their platform that aren't just ports. and That's well, been always the issue with the PSP. Yeah. They, yeah, they need like the impressive PSP2 game that like, P- makes people... They don't need the, well, I think the, the, the PSP2
2: the will the PSP2 do PSP2. gangbusters in Japan, though.
3: Yeah. Just because. Well, it, be I think the issue bustle. here
1: is that Japan is more appealing for these portable systems for adults... And in the U.S., it's like a a kid's market, and so the DS is just going to win by default. So where Mm -hmm. does the PSP really fit in anyway? I don't know. Well,
4: I mean, that's the problem with having two and potentially three mobile gaming devices in the market, you know? Like, at at some point, it's just kind of like there's either going to be the overlap or they're going to have to find a niche, and the only niche that uh, Sony has found is making crappy first-person shooter ports. Um you know i mean even gta was better on a ds <laughs> i think so. if they
3: can really plug in the psp2 to psn i mean i mean just connected 100% your playstation plus you get a cheat you get trophies you can go into home as silly as that sounds but i mean if it's just like really connected to the PSN experience you could download a great game
1: anywhere yeah that's what they could do they could do the they internet thing that iPhone. the ds has been failing on <laughs> Yeah, because, you know, you're never going to go to the PSP to, I mean, to so your iPhone to play need, something. They need a 3G network partner. That would set them apart. You're always online. Well, At
3: that the very least, if, even if you're on Wi-Fi, you're always but connected to your PSN friends. You can earn trophies on the go. Who's going to pay
1: for it, though? I mean, they, they'd have to get it like the Kindle where it's built into the cost somehow. Yeah, but I don't think they're going to do 3G. At the very least, well, like... I, I, I'm trying to... Well, that's, that would differentiate.
4: Yeah, they're trying to find a... We're trying to find a, a, a reason why the ps Well, it's because I, I think that the
1: Sony's one differentiating factor could be this.
3: It's good. Um, m- micros do... Well, okay, so Apple's got small gaming. Nintendo's got Nintendo quality in the 3D. So if you can replicate sort of an Xbox Live experience on your on the go, something Apple will never do and Nintendo will never do, that could be their end. Just mm. hooking the PSN. At trophy, I mean, Avatar support... Blah blah blah. It's just basically Xbox Live anywhere you go. Well,
4: Apple's yeah, already but working they have on to that. Yes, and not suck for that to work though.
1: But Game Center's not going to. Game no, Center is certainly not there today. But I no. mean, they've got the achievements, and that's the big piece. And then the rest right. is gravy: having ad- avatars and game matching, which they well, actually that could be have the the a game matching. Character. I
3: mean, they're going to have a big, beautiful sixteen by nine display, like this really big display, and
1: like I'm going to tell you, home ain't going to do it. So it's got to be more than just home.
3: Well, the Maybe PlayStation they Plus,
4: can see that
1: games. Graphic.
3: That's yeah. what the
4: PSP did. And
1: that. Have a better better experience for getting games and downloading them and the games being better quality. I will say this, about though, about
3: that. the 3DS. As much as I'm excited about it, I hate the the fact that... I mean, I see all these great launch titles and I'm still going to have to carry on like a DS purse full of games because I'll be like, oh, I love uh, pilot wings, but I'm not going to want to have that only in my console for the whole day. I can't uh-huh. imagine my plane.
4: And now, do don't you be- think PSP2 is going to be media-free?
3: No. I, I don't know. I think, they've I think said already happens. that it won't be.
4: Oh, okay, so, so they're still so go going to go with What format are be-
2: they going
4: with? Not Yeah, we
1: don't know.
3: No way it's going to be UMDs again. No, that's
2: dead. Uh, I, you know,
1: I, I think it, it'd be great if it was media-free, but... I, I think I, It that sounds that that like would the go's going to scare them away. Wait, Quint, the wait, 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 Quinn's trying to say something. What are you saying? I was
5: going to say, um, I doubt, uh, well, actually, I doubt any of the com- major companies out there will attempt, um... Yeah, will attempt to do anything similar to the PSP Go. I don't even see the PSP Go in shops anymore. Yeah, It's just not sold. It's pretty it, much it done. completely and utterly just it, – it, as far as – I think as far as most people are concerned, it barely exists in this country.
1: Mm-hmm. It's so weird yeah, because, because the is iPhone are, is completely
5: you know, media-free,
3: it's, it's and yet it works fine. You know, it's even funny that's, that I think that Quinn says that because it, arguably the, the PSP Go was the best supported in your territory. I mean if you bought it, you would get like three free games, and they would say, hey, you, you want PSP Go? We'll give you four more free games. It seems like they want – your territory bent over backwards to make the PSP Go successful and get as much free content as possible. We're here. They sort of yeah, threw the, it down and said
4: – Yeah, but I mean was I mean, the content that you wanted. I mean I I, I don't yeah, know if – Yeah, it was. They, there, little there, big there, there. Planet PSP, they gave
3: you like Assassin's Creed, the new SOCOM. They, they would throw a lot of quality titles at you for free in, in that territory. Yeah, the, the, the,
4: yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess what I'm saying is, was that a result of the go, or was that just a result of them trying to to start going digital only without the support system behind it? To to, to, to I mean, to because people are not used to that kind of thing.
3: Well, wait, uh, what were you saying for a second? Just just to get someone I won't get lost track of this. Uh, How's doing his territory?
5: I mean, uh, the problem I had was was. Um, yeah, I, I could upgrade to a PSP Go, but it would—I think it would actually do a pretty good job of invalidating most of my PSP collection because I don't think most of it is on the PSN. Not to mention, um, I have uh, two PSP import games that would be completely useless. Yeah, you know, uh, right. I, I would never be I, on a PSP Go. I would never be able to play Disgaea my copy of Disgaea two again. <laughs>
4: it seems just—it mm. just seems so. Pointless now, if that wasn't the case, would that change your perception on it, or is there more to it than that?
5: Um, like, I think all the other- of
4: these titles were on PSN already easily accessible
5: I think if all of the titles that I wanted to were that I wanted to get were accessible, um, if um, Sony relaxed the region restrictions uh, mm-hmm. across all parts of its PSN, then yes, I would be behind it, but that would take a lot of work and a lot of effort. You know, Plus, be,
3: if they extended the PS1 classics, to the PS2 Classics on the, PS- on the PSP2, you, you could, that could be your
5: source for all of your old go. PS2 games.
1: Wow, yeah. that'd be nice.
5: Because, I mean, I think the Japanese PSN store, I think, at the very least, has got a re-release of um, the uh, uh, PlayStation 1 RPG Xenogears. I don't think even America got that one.
1: Right. Z- uh, ooh, PS2 games, Manny, are going to be size problems. Well mm. oh, yeah size I guess problems. we're talking Well no, you know, you know what? No, I'm sorry. Gigs. They do it right now with the PSP downloads which are the same size if not bigger. So Yeah. Like
3: anyway, uh, I downloaded uh, God of War and that was
1: like 1 gig. Yeah, so I guess it's not a problem.
4: Well, yeah, it depends on the game. Like if you're talking about XenoSaga but
1: <sighs> but we need to get over publishers who don't want to be part of it like Enix.
4: Yeah, and I mean that that's the, that's the that's the biggest problem is that you want to go uh, digital only like uh, PC, like this, is why Steam works, you know, uh, because pretty much anybody who's anybody wants to get on it, and I mean they've created a backbone throughout which this can work. So, so PC gamers are more than happy to go on Steam. You get better prices. You get you know your stuff whenever you want. Yeah, you that's the big copy. thing. I you mean, better. as long
3: as you're still charging retail prices in your store, I mean that's why the PSP Go was such a disaster. Games wouldn't come out the same day. Not all games would come out on the store, and they cost just as much as a physical copy.
4: Right. Uh, whereas, uh, if I, I want to buy Borderlands on Steam, I can pay forty nine ninety five, or I wait for a day where they just go crazy and sell it for seven dollars. Um, and you know, it, it, and that that is without putting out this, that is without brick and mortar uh, retailers, that is without all that stuff. So there are a bunch of reasons why this is a good idea, but they need to have that support system in place and working. Before they can, because the Go, they just kind of threw it out there and then just try to scramble and build uh, the support system behind it. And obviously it didn't work, but I don't think that is, um, I, I think that's a symptom. I don't think that's a cause. Well, I think the other problem with the PSP Go was
5: um, the lack of. Um well, as mentioned in the uh, the chat at the moment, it's, uh, the lack of being able to use any kind of physical copies of it, on it. I mean, some of us actually quite like our, our quite extensive collection of of. Right. I mean, okay, I have you know a horrific, a horrific quantity of games on Steam. Uh, I think eighty-eight last count. Um, yeah. But I, you know, I still have like two boxes full of you know, <laughs> DS, PSP, P- I don't, uh, PC games from as long as I've been PC gaming right and I, I I like that collection. I don't particularly want to see it replaced with just a purely digital
4: correct and I'm set. yeah I, I think that removing the option i I don't know it's it's a tough one because if you want your system to 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 really exist purely digitally, then you have to remove that option because that not only lowers costs but it kind of forces people to use it. Uh, but like you said, I mean, the 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 idea of going pure digital, even in the PC world, isn't completely kosher right now. Um, so it it's. Well, I'll be it, honest. It, when it comes
3: to handhelds, I I just want to carry more than one game at a time. I hate mm-hmm. the idea of like taking my DS out and being like, all right, this is what I'm playing all day, whether I like it or not.
4: <laughs> all right.
3: Yeah. So what yeah. you've been playing?
1: That's a good <laughs> question. <laughs>
5: <laughs> uh, are we gonna do picks for this week? Yeah,
1: it's time.
4: <laughs> oh, okay, it's who's time going time. first?
1: <laughs> I don't know.
5: apparently you. Oh yay. <laughs> um I have a I have a I have a few I have a few picks this week. Um some of them are PG related, some of them not. Um for the non RPG picks, um I finished Batman Arkham Asylum this week. I know I mentioned that yeah. last week. But I, if you haven't Played and finished it by now. Go ahead and do so. The next game's coming out next year. Um, if you like your games to be uh, much slower and more cerebral, uh, you could always go and play Civilization V. Although personally, I still think Sid Meier's Alpha Centauri is the pinnacle of the series.
2: <laughs>
5: I I'm sorry. I just, I just like, I just, I, I, like, I, just I just like it. I just like the aesthetics more. It's not mm-hmm. a case of, um, it's not a case of the mechanics. I mean, Civilization right. V is an extremely uh, well-built, the mechanics are extremely good. Uh, what personally pushes, um, Alpha Centauri just ahead, and literally it's not very much at all, is I much prefer Alpha Centauri setting. Right. That's, that's it. That's it. That, that, that's the only real preference to... Yeah, from one, yeah and from to one be one.
4: honest, uh, one of the reasons that I love Civilization 4 was because I used to play, um, a lot of mods on it. So I, I rarely, like, saw... Gandhi, <laughs> you know, like oh, yeah. Yeah, just, uh, Gandhi's sudden sneak attack. No, Gandhi has always been a huge dick in all civilization games where he has yeah. been a character. That <laughs> is just an inside joke with with uh, Sid Meier probably thinks that Gandhi's a dick. I don't know, but you know.
2: well,
5: <clears throat> for some reason he did make the um the religious faction in Al Centauri ridiculously over aggressive as well. So, <laughs> right. um. Uh, okay so for RPG picks um I've gone back to um an oldie but goodie um in the wake of the uh, announced release date for um Golden Sun: Dark Dawn towards the end of this year uh I've gone back to make sure that my that, copy of um Golden Sun the Lost Age is uh, finished.
2: That
3: you know we were just talking about that earlier yeah. in the
5: show. Yeah. I think I, don't, I think I may Golden have, Sun 2 was good. Uh well Yes, I I think it is. I just didn't finish it. That was the problem. And I, I am correct. I am correcting that mistake.
4: Right. So is yeah, being, um, is, it, it, is the, it more of the same? Does it add a lot of stuff?
5: I, I think the thing about uh, the thing I find about Golden Sun 2 is um, they they could have been one game, but I'm not sure if they could have fit everything that they wanted to do onto one GBA cartridge. They would probably have had to have waited until the DS rolled around to fit an RPG of that size. I mean, I'd completely forgotten things. It's been a long time since I I sort of caught up with the series. But it's been quite quite a while since I've uh, remembered some of Golden Sun's dialogue. And it's very, um, I don't know, it it almost feels um, sort of cliche in a way. But I remember when I first played it that, you know, Golden Sun was hot stuff. I, I really enjoyed it. And I still am. So... If if you haven't if you if you have sort of access to a copy of both games, uh, you might want to you know just play them through and finishing them if you're in, intending to get the um, the S one which comes out. Uh, I think it's November in the U.S. Oh, wow, that's soon. Yeah, it's November in the U.S. and uh, early December for Europe. So.
4: Because I've played through uh, the first one, but yeah, I, I should try to find a copy of the second one. And whatever, yeah. what system is it on? Is that a DS game or GBA as well? No, GBA. Okay. Oh man, it's sounds a GBA. It's,
5: uh, so I think it's two thousand. I think it was two thousand. Lost Age, Golden Sun, Lost Age. I think was two thousand and three. I think. Mm-hmm. Cool. So it it's an old one, um, but for, I think for things like I think one of the uh, um, it's uh, like battle system, or at the very least, um, the the graphics used during battle were were pretty well done for a GBA game. Um, I, I don't know if you can recall from playing the original, but you know, I, I think they... <laughs> no,
2: they
5: I think they, they pushed the GBA pretty hard, and um, it has an absolutely amazing soundtrack done by moto um, Sakuraba. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the Golden Sun series is probably some of his much better work if people were listening to the backtrack where um, Adrian slated on Sakuraba for being steamy. Um, so... Yeah. Uh if if you're planning on playing the third one, go play the other two. Probably. That that's that's my pick. Makes sense. Oh, actually yeah, no, the other RPG one, uh the demo for Tales of Graces F came out on the Japanese PSN store this week. Uh that's 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 shaping up to be extremely fun. Uh the only thing that remains to be at this state is whether um uh Namco Bandai actually bother localizing this one, which they probably won't. so yeah Mm -hmm. uh that's those are my those are my picks for the week anyway
1: Uh, we are having a big debate over physical versus virtual media in the chat yeah so i didn't hear (laughs) i didn't hear anything you said what were your two picks like quickly what were the two games
5: uh the two rpgs uh golden were golden sun golden sun the lost age and the tales of graces f tales of graces
1: f wait f demo
5: the ps three remake version of the latest week. Oh, is oh. that
1: even out in the U.S.? That download? no, no. So that's just you no. only, or did you download it off uh, the Japan store?
5: I have a uh, yeah, I have a Japanese, PSN Japanese account. account. So. Okay,
1: right, right. Yeah, I, I have that. I should try that.
5: That's interesting. Uh, it's, mm. it's quite. No, not say I found it quite enjoyable. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's nice. All right. Stupid debates. I'm done. I'm done. I'm, <laughs> I'm pulling out of the debate. So what did I play this week? I played um, uh, mostly Civ five and Final Fantasy fourteen. I had so much fun with Civ Five last night. I took over the world as England, so you'll be happy, Quinn. You, we, we, we made it to Alpha Centauri with Queen Elizabeth.
5: Good stuff. And good stuff. Good stuff. And, the the uh, queen is pleased with your performance.
1: Yeah, freaking Suleiman pissed me off, so I had to take him over, and as well as every city state. So people didn't like me much, but that's okay. We won.
3: Yeah, Suleiman is a pain in the ass.
1: Uh, yeah. Sorry. No, not Saruman. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was I wasn't aware
5: Mordor made it in as a playable faction so 5. Well, I'll probably make things Oh yeah. yeah.
1: Mordor. That would be a great DLC for that.
5: Mord <laughs> <laughs> Mord yeah, Middle Earth factions, yeah.
1: Hmm, interesting. Uh the, but I did play one game that's different. And that's uh, Shantae Risky's Revenge on the DSi. Man, I'm a, a, all week on Twitter, it's not even Shantae, Shantae,
3: Shantae. Well, it,
1: because it's a, it's a decent platformer, and people have a lot of love for the GB Color version, and so they want to pimp it. Um, Sean, so where it, is this
2: available? It's, like, is
1: this... it's on the DSi. It's out now. It came, <laughs> out, it came out Monday of this past week, and I downloaded it. It's 1,200 points, so that's $12. So That's, that's a lot? Cheap. Well, yeah, but for a full platformer game, it's cheap. I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a full retail game, as far as I can tell. It'd be 30 bucks at retail. Mm. So, I mean, you're getting a deal. I don't know. But, uh, so, yeah. was it released at retail at all? No, it's DSi only. Gotcha. So, that's why people are pimping it, because they know that it's going to have issues doing good sales because of that. <laughs> um, yeah, because who has a DSi and who's buying DSi games on it? um yeah but you know it, it's beautiful it looks great it's like um it's like a great looking 32-bit 2d platformer you know and uh you got shantae she can dance she can turn into things she kills stuff with her hair you jump around you kill enemies it's a it's a platformer you know you've played a platformer you've played this it's got great music um uh, if you if you're into like oc remix and stuff there's a artist named vert who does a lot of good like 8-bit stuff um he's uh he he did the music for this game and did I think it sounds pretty good. Say what? Yeah, he's yeah, he is. He's the sound guy at Way Forward who does uh games like the Batman Brave and the Bold game. Um they did uh, Oh jeez, so many games. Way Forward's done a lot of these 2 2D games. Uh Contra 4, I believe they did as well.
2: Oh, hey.
4: They've been around I'm for 20 Condra, years. Man. Yeah. I love Contra.
1: Yeah, so uh that's what they've uh, they're doing uh Oh, they also did Barbie and the Three Musketeers. You might not want that one. Uh, they did uh, Boy and His Blob on the Wii. They did that oh, remake. Oh,
4: hey, I, that yep. game was adorable. Yep,
1: so that, that's what WayForward's done. So
4: You press up and you hug the blob.
1: Oh, it's got a and hug goes, button. Hmm. Every game needs a hug
5: button.
4: I know! <laughs> I wish Funnily
5: Dragon enough, was had uh, funnily enough, the only other games I think that have hug buttons are particularly dating sims produced by certain Japanese companies, <laughs> just, like just Konami.
1: <laughs> Feel actually, that, actually, that's a hug button, like grab button or something. Yeah, I don't know if they're <laughs> hugging. That's the molest button. Actually, that's not not quite the same thing. Yeah. So uh, yeah, in it's a uh, you know, it's a platformer. You also get to level, you know, buy new skills and unlock abilities by collecting stuff. And I just realized that's like been in platforming for the past. I guess, 10 years, hasn't it? So (laughs) I I don't know what else I can say about it other than it's a cute story. Great looking graphics. It looks fantastic. Um, It's it's fully 2D. Don't expect like 3D stuff, except that you can go backwards. You can kind of, it has like, the environments are stacked on each other. So you can go into the screen and get to a new area as well as going left and right. Mm -hmm. So it has some of that going on as well. So that's a little different and uh, everybody's freaking dancing like they did a good job of tying the sound beats to everybody's animations so i like that um i always like when the when the what's going on screen matches up what you're hearing yeah um, but yeah go check that out 1200 points that's pretty good uh probably one of the best dsi titles that'll ever be given you know how few there are that you know it's a lot better than my notebook i can tell you that much Another DSi title that you don't need. I hear my notebook now has 12 pages extra.
4: <laughs> Have we been going on for a while? Because there's a small tangent that I want to make because of something that you just said. Oh, go for it. Well, as far as you know, what you're hearing matching what you're doing, uh, I don't know how much this has been discussed just because I haven't been keeping track uh, lately, but there is an indie game that was kind of the PAX darling this year. Oh, Bastion? Called Bastion. And that's an RPG. No one cares. Well, neither, <laughs> neither was
1: Shantae. <laughs> yeah,
4: but I, it does a really interesting thing where the narrator, uh, you know, at the beginning it just starts very, very simple. You know, the boy wakes up and you know he's whatever. He walks around, but as you do things in the game, the narrator will will change what he's saying to to, to reflect what you're doing. So, like, they give you a weapon, and if you just walk out, he'll he'll address that. But if you start beating on the on the on the environment, so, and the boy trashed around a bit just for good measure. And just stuff like that. And it's, it, it's a really, really cool concept. Um, and, uh, you know, there was a bit of a discussion on the forums about how narrators could... I, I don't know, how do you guys feel about narration in games? Do you think it adds to the story? Do you think RPGs should... I don't should
1: think it's been fun? done, like, at all. So I'm all for trying a game with narration.
4: Yeah, because I mean, like uh, I was, uh, and I mean, you know, I'll segue into this once I start talking about my picks. But I was playing The Witcher, yeah, and they had a thing which I hadn't seen in a long time is that they divide the game into chapters, and at the end of the chapter, they kind of give you a recap, and they talk about you know your actions, and they give you little screenshots of what you did and whatnot. And I, you know, that added so much to 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 the experience because it just kind of added the, the sense of resolution, and it just kind of solidified your actions. And I don't know, I would love to see more narration all around, really.
1: Yeah, I, I love it. I, I think it's great. I don't think every game needs it, but we need games that use it.
4: Mm-hmm. So this will be cool. Uh, yeah, Bastion. Yeah, you guys. Uh, try Alan
1: Wake if you uh, have some of that. Oh, I cool.
4: Need Alan Wake.
1: Yeah, I have, uh, I have the collector's edition of that as well. The chat room will appreciate. <laughs> <You're>... Yeah. <laughs> The, that, the that's the book one is about actually the author
4: that's researching an author who's writing about an author or whatever, right?
1: Uh, that sure. Okay. Uh, it's hard to say without saying <laughs> too much.
4: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry to cut you off, please. Other picks?
1: Who was going? Oh, no, that was me. Yeah, so how about Manny?
3: Um, I haven't been playing much. I finally beat Fallout 3 like two years later.
5: <laughs> hey, you, good job. You, do you have Broken Steel? Though? I'm
3: about to start all the DLC. I actually still- I only have three things left to do. I need to do Broken Steel. I'm halfway through Mothership Zeta, and then after that, I got to go to the to the swamp. What's it called? Point
4: Lookout. Mm-hmm. Uh, good now, for now, you. did the ending annoy you?
3: I'm not really. Well, I, I, no, because I never played it without the DLC. So as far as I'm concerned, the game was designed with...
4: It's <laughs> well it's been more
3: than, it's been two years Come on. yeah but if like, a, like three days ago I would have been upset at myself hey, hmm. I, I, like, I just oh, think
4: bad. that there's, there is oh well I guess I'm not going to get into it but there's just a part of that game's ending that annoys the happy hell out of me uh. because there's a character in your party who could have easily done what you're supposed to do which is <laughs> the the oh, you, with the broken
3: steel add-on you can send that person in oh, oh really? really? That's yeah. funny.
4: Okay, Except they make fun that, of you that, for, not that, that being, really, for not being heroic. That really pissed me off. I was just like, okay, so you're immune to all the thing. Yeah, dangerous let's not let's not.
1: No, right. no, no, yeah. Too much. Should, well, this is too much.
2: Okay. Be,
1: but yeah.
3: Cool. Okay, spoiler <laughs> warning, 5 seconds like yeah, <laughs> 5 minutes ago. I got to go. I gotta
1: cut that off. I'm sorry, people. That's um, a- <laughs> hopefully you realize when Manny just blew the whole thing.
0: <laughs>
1: oh
5: well. hey, I didn't say
3: what happened, man. <laughs>
5: Yeah, no. I, I when I played Fallout Three, I played with it. I played with the DLC because I knew the ending was a bit. Uh... Yeah. so As far as I was
3: concerned, it it just seemed kind of like next next step. What do I do next?
1: Ah. Uh, uh Yeah. Uh, so that's it. Because I, have, oh, I, oh. you know, my, I could tell you I have not played Fallout Three since that first week it came out. Wow. Really? Yeah, I know. <laughs> No, at the very least, if you go
3: in, try, just do the DLC. You can easily just go straight to I the I don't DLC. have
1: any of the DLC. I only have oh. the base game. <laughs> I bought oh, that man. collector's edition as well. <laughs> I have the Lunchbox. Man. The Lunchbox hey. is pretty awesome. I still yeah, use it. it is. That's a good argument for physical games, that
3: Lunchbox. Did you know
4: that the army is starting to make Pip-Boys now?
3: Oh, hmm. I saw about this. Yeah, there's um, army risk computers that they're uh, testing in the field right now. It can give you like your GPS coordinates, some mission objectives, to yeah. you uh, like temperature. And they're
4: doing power armor, so now we just need a nuclear apocalypse, and we'll be set.
3: Wait, no, we don't need that part.
4: Oh, oh speaking <laughs> of which, did you, you
3: guys see that thing with a uh, Dr. Michio Kaku, the physicist, talking about the realities of Fallout? No,
4: I know that sounds awesome. <sighs> like Fallout, the oh, wait, concept I or Fallout, the that game? That I didn't
3: read it. Fallout, like Fallout Three. Like, what would really happen oh.
4: mm-hmm. if like the bombs that. dropped?
3: Ah. I think it's on Game Trailers or uh, the Bethesda blog. They posted it.
4: White people are wearing rags.
3: But if we're going to talk about this, I I do have a couple other things I was talking about.
1: Okay.
3: Um, So, yeah, Point Lookout, Fallout. I forgot you guys talked for too long. Um, No, I'm out. I'm tapped. I'm sorry. I failed you all. That's fine. (laughs) I got distracted. I'm waiting for this BlizzCon pre-sale to start.
1: Oh, <laughs> where did you where did you find this? Where do where do people find this BlizzCon pre-sale? Oh,
3: apparently if you're going to BlizzCon, they let you shop 48 for like a uh what they're going to let you buy what they're selling on the commission floor for 48 hours. Well, what if I bought the the pass,
1: the digital pass? You
3: will get to buy stuff on the 13th. Oh. All
1: right. So I get your leftovers.
3: So I don't even know if I'm going to go at this point. I haven't gotten
1: any emails from Blizzard. Oh, did you apply for press stuff? We'll talk about that later. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry.
5: Um, I, was, I was thinking, um, I heard that um, Blizzard will not be showing anything to do with uh, Heart of the Swarm at BlizzCon this year.
1: That's what it sounds like.
5: Yep. 18 yeah. months,
1: right? Not the wins.:
5: Yeah, screw that. Uh, it's about the only thing I was interested in.
3: <laughs> what? You don't want to see the final fifth class? Yeah, mean, this is like, how no, how, about, how about
5: year three of Diablo 3? <laughs> <Yeah.
3: laughs> BlizzCon, also known as your one chance to play Diablo.
1: No, uh, no, no, no. Sometimes they show up at the uh, conventions, like PAX and stuff.
5: Oh, I mean, I'm interested. I'm interested in Diablo Three, but I'm not interested in it enough to be, you know, to pay for access to Blizz, to, for you know, news from BlizzCon and sort of glue my nose to the screen for it for over the course of three days. Uh, if I want to know what the, you know, what the fifth class is, I will just look it up online. You know, I won't spend any money.
1: Yeah, but you don't get to play it.
5: You don't get to play it. He he's
1: not coming to America for it. Why not? What do you got against Americans,
5: dude? If you want to pay for my plane fare and my accommodation from the UK, (laughs) gladly I would. Absolutely. Let's talk about this after the podcast,
3: and we'll arrange things.
5: It'll cost you about
3: one point three. I don't mind at all, Quinn. I like you. You're a good guy.
2: You hey, know, for hey, me, hey, hey.
4: BlizzCon is all about the, the, the panels where Blizzard talks about making games, because I just find that kind of stuff fascinating.
3: They um, do have great panels.
2: Yeah.
5: Yeah, they do do good panels. I'll give you that.
3: Oh, that reminds me, they did announce the, the panel schedule, like, this week, and uh, apparently there's no, no talk of a new MMO. I know you guys were talking about this before the show. uh three yeah, they've
4: been new IPs for, what, three years now? It's like no, we have something behind the scenes. And It's like, what is it?
3: And it'll, it'll be
5: that It'll like, be big keystone announcement at, at the con. Will be whatever the hell this, this new IP is. Maybe, I mean, uh, maybe, maybe. Yeah.
2: Uh, you know, I've like, got you my, know my doubts online. on that one. You know, what, I think this show is just mainly going to be a
3: StarCraft II retrospective. What to look for, like a little hint at the future of Diablo Three. It's actually going
1: to basic, basically based there on what we know. It sounds like it's going to suck. Yeah, what
5: suck
1: No, BlizzCon. It, there's not going to oh. be all the new Cataclysm out's pretty info is pretty much out. They'll have a <laughs> little bit more on that. Uh, maybe well, a final oh, then, list of what's, changes, and then what's like,
5: BlizzCon date,
1: the 22nd
5: of this month. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. So basically, Cataclysm comes out about five weeks after. Yeah. Blizzcon. So they'll
1: have a lot of stuff on Cataclysm patch notes that is like altering what we heard last year, and then mm. what. You so, know? yeah,
3: retrospective on StarCraft, retrospective yeah.
1: on, on Cataclysm, and a little bit on Diablo 3, right? Yeah, that's not very exciting.
4: That sounds uh, like...
5: No robotic.
1: Ozzy Osbourne either. I mean, come on.
5: What was their big reveal last year? I'm trying to remember.
4: Did they have one?
1: Uh, yeah, Cataclysm. Cataclysm.
2: <laughs>
4: oh, it was Cataclysm. Yeah, okay. the whole
1: thing was announced there.
4: Or maybe they'll have something. Who knows? I don't know. I, I, I think they would at least hint at it.
1: We'll find out in
4: 13 days. 13 days. Until live coverage from
3: rpgamer.com. Live? Emmanuel Marino will be. No, I don't know. Depends if they let me record stuff live. Twitter. Live Twitter coverage from me and 20,000 other
4: people. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What else have you been playing, Manny?
3: I think that's it. Just to finish it up. Trying to wrap up Fallout as quickly as possible before New Vegas comes out. And actually, I, now that I know what the changes are in New Vegas, I appreciate – at first when I heard what was changing in New Vegas, I wasn't that impressed. I thought like, oh, they're, it's the same thing. But now that I've played a lot more Fallout 3, I can really appreciate what they're doing with that game. Like um, how some weapons won't work on on certain uh, – like some weapons won't work on certain enemies because they're wearing a certain kind of armor. Like if you're trying to use – an SMG against a super mutant with, like, plate armor is just going to bounce off of them. Or, you know, that kind of thing. Or there's weapon modifications where every weapon you have can actually be tweaked and upgraded and changed around. Because at this point, once you get a really good gun in this game, you have, real no, you have no reason to ever switch it off.
4: Unless think you think an any, Anything they can do to dissuade people from just running up, uh, you know, queuing up three shots to the head and then taking cover until their action bar refills is, is a good thing.
3: Yeah, they're, I mean, it seems like they're in the. What they're doing is with the skills is that, um, for for the most part, all of your skills really didn't affect much of what you did in the game. So mm-hmm. I had a really high explosive skill for no real reason other than maybe the occasional grenade I would throw. But here it seems like if you have a high explosive skills, you get access. Access to a lot of new dialogue options, how you interact with people, different quest lines, or at least different yeah, options.
5: Wasn't, wasn't one of the things they were bringing back was uh, in the older Fallout games, um, the dialogue options, uh, like the actual dialogue options themselves, varied if you were, um, for example, low or high intelligence. Yeah, Oh yeah, absolutely. And there's some things you just
3: can't do at all. Like, like for example, with the explosive things, uh, there would be a quest where you need to get rid of these uh, powder gangers. And if you have a high enough explosives, because you say, you know what, why don't we just use some dynamite and blow these guys up? Because you know, that's a great idea. Let's do it. Let's rig it up. But if you don't have that skill, you're just not available to you.
4: Yeah, yeah. I, I think that everybody who has Fallout 1 should try playing that game with really low intelligence, because some of the dialogue options are hilarious. Yeah,
3: it's it's interesting. It seems like a lot of the humor and a lot of... oh, of course, these are the old a lot of these are the old Fallout guys, right? Black Isle Studios?
4: Yeah, I Interplay and all that stuff, yeah.
3: So... It seems like they're the right people to do this. And from what I understand there's a lot more ver- variety to the outdoor environments because a lot of what Bethesda did with Fallout Three was a lot of indoor stuff. So you see a, you saw a lot of pipes and a lot of, you know, gutters and all that kind of things. Yeah. But this one is a lot more variety, there's a lot more open environments, there's a lot more to see. And the karma system was fun and all in Fallout Three. But it felt like a little it was too overreaching. Like if I did something bad over here, why does this guy why does this guy have to know about it? Why does it affect him? So yeah, it, was it seems too like
4: tame-y. I think yeah, it, it was too game mechanic uh, I'm gonna keep adding ey to to the end of things. So yeah, yeah that's, so, that always
1: helps. Yeah,
3: the reputation system makes a lot more sense, and actually, if you're a bad guy over here with this group, and you're killing a lot of these guys, then of course, they're not gonna like you.
5: Oh yeah, while well, I while well, I agree with the um while well, I agree with that particular view, I, all I can really think about is um having a, a a morality system that kind of um sort of reacts um sort of more... Well, I sort of put realistically in sort of finger quotes. Um, would
4: be would be good. It can be an absolute bitch to
5: program. <laughs> yeah. and it I, is.
4: Mean, I, I, I think that... Um, and this is a game that I, I'm probably the only one that liked uh, because that's the case with a lot of these things. Uh, but I remember uh, when Rise of the Argonauts came out, which was an awful port which I still worked my way through. Instead of having good and evil you had choices that were aligned with one of four different gods. So you had Apollo, Ares, uh, Athena, and Hermes. Uh, so it wasn't really like, this is the choice that I choose if I'm good. It was more like, this is the wise choice. This is this brave choice. And whatever Absolutely. Stuff. Yeah, I like think they're doing that with Dragon Age 2 as well. And I mean, I like that approach more more than I ever have liked. The, this is the yeah,
3: girl. the follow the choices are a little too extreme. Either kill everyone with a nuclear bomb or don't.
4: <laughs> right. And I mean, the, the thing is that in ninety nine percent of the of the of the ch- times that they give you a good or an evil option, the evil option is like a small immediate reward, uh, whereas the good option gives you a lot, you know, better stuff. So, so you're only evil if you really want to just be a dick. Uh, but if you want to have benefits for your character, you have to be good, and that always. Cheese me off because I like being a complete douchebag.
3: Yeah. And, and the factional things just add a lot more repay value in, in general because you can be like, you know, I like these, I, I, I like what these guys have to say, but I like my companions over here because they belong to this group. So I'll help out my companions for now and belong to these guys. are like, you know what? I like these guys over here, but they're part of a slaver group. I just kind of associate myself with that. You know, it's just, it just seems like there's a lot more reason to go back in there. Like, I don't, I can't imagine going back and playing Fallout 3 other than to get all the trophies and achievements.
5: Mm-hmm. I think I think the other thing I'm happy about actually is that they are bringing some of the, um... oh. sorry, damn flu. Um, they are bringing some of the um, sort of humour that was present in the, the, <clears> the, the first two games a little bit more to the front. I mean, I'm not suggesting that the humour was completely absent in Fallout
4: Three. You have to, you know, you have to take.
3: Uh, <laughs> no, I agree with you. It was a little depressing overall.
4: You know, it was a yeah. desolate play. Like you felt like the world has died and everyone is pissed. It was depressing. Like, yeah. I, think,
5: like, think, I think where Fallout Three did have its humor, but it was in things like rather than um like uh than how sort of Fallout One and Fallout Two did it, Fallout Three was more based on um, it seemed to love dramatic irony. Um, <laughs> it, you know, You're right. This- the, the sheer list of of you know things you could find or things that right. happened in the game that were a result of you know characters dying in extremely ironic ways was was quite <laughs> yeah, amazing it was actually. Very dark. Um, yes. I mean, and it was just things like you know like the, the 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 comments made by the radio DJ and stuff like that. That was where the humor was. But New Vegas seems to be you know actually really sort of. You, you know the funny like thing that? is, it's,
3: and they give it a great option. It's there if you want it. It seems like, from my understand, like one of the lead designers, he hates the humor in Fallout, and he didn't want to put any of that in there. So they said, he, hmm. so he made a compromise with the rest of the team who did want it in there, and say, let's just have this one perk. Where if you pick this perk, you can wander around the wasteland and say, find a refrigerator with any with a whip and a and a hat in there. <laughs> <I> guess, <laughs> what
1: perk is that? It's um, it's I don't know in Fallout Three or Fallout One New Vegas. Oh, New Vegas. Vegas. Wait, so oh, yeah, the, the New Vegas a, guy a, didn't want now. any Fallout humor?
3: No, he seems like, for him, one of the lead designers, for him the world's supposed to be this dark, depressing place. Oh, but for it, like a it, lot of the did team... He play Fallout? Well, that's the thing, though. <laughs> that's, his exp- that's the experience he wants, and well, he can enough.
1: do it now. He shouldn't be on this project.
3: No, no, not at all. I mean, I think it's a I, I great I think compromise. both
1: perspectives are important. Mm. I mean, if you
3: want to play a hardcore
1: character who's trying to have to drink the water... It's a different or, IP, I think, if you take the, the comedy out of it. That's well,
3: the, what we're game. just saying that Fallout Three didn't have that much like to
1: that yeah, well, level. Yeah, well, that people bitched about it. So I mean, I think
3: this is a nice compromise. If, it's, if you just pick this one little perk, uh, but and that's you're the same thing. joke over and over again. That's my humor, is I
1: find hey, a it, could be, it. Could be Could be bloody I math. Mean, come on.
3: No, no, it's like a, that kind of stuff. It's like a bunch of random events that happen in the oh, world. Oh, okay. Like, All right. Well, culture. then I'm okay with that. All right, I'll do that. So like, you might stumble upon like a bunch of cows. It's like a, it's the cow level or something. <laughs> So I have to, take I, a, I, I have I, I to opt
1: in to yeah. the comedy. I love that. I have to opt yeah.
4: in. <laughs> the so, so what's the perk called? Is it like one of our lead designers? Make my
1: game good. Oh, okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think you can hear more about this on the Bethesda podcast. Oh, no thanks.
1: More? I don't know that yeah. I can deal with them.
3: Oh, hey.
4: It's, that's the...
1: They actually explain this in
4: great detail. That's cool. That that's That's, you know general
5: gen gen uh just basically fallout is a funny game it's just very depressing at times
4: as well <laughs> I, I think that you know uh developers writers uh, anybody involved with a game that can pull off humor yep. should be treasured yeah no kidding because no, that no is kidding. such a difficult thing to do in video games so r.i.p
5: lucasarts
4: <laughs> yeah. and then and, it comes you know, back and then it gets Ron killed over can do whatever the hell he wants uh, and Apparently, y- act-
1: including working for other companies while just being shacked up in the Double Fine Studios. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll figure <laughs> that one out. <laughs> one of-
5: oh yeah, Tim Tim Schaefer. Yeah, Bastard. yeah,
1: They're working together now. That's
3: awesome. And the, not together. I think <laughs> in a nice reversal. I think Tim Schaefer's the boss now. Oh yeah, That is no, weird. They, isn't they joke it? about that.
1: Yeah. Uh... I'm sure yeah, no, Tim will cool. do whatever Ron says is important to do. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Now, Ron, can I have some coffee, please? I know, I know, you're a funny guy, so make a joke. Oh, while you're Oh, oh. <laughs> make some jokes. <laughs> dance monkey
2: dance. I'm Ron just needs to point red red out whose
1: games have been something. selling better.
2: <laughs> All
1: right. yeah. Okay, Kiro, uh, what have you got for us for your picks um, this week? I-
4: I'll I pick just Bastion. run through this quickly. Wait, wait because-
1: oh, he picked Bastion, yeah, but that doesn't count.
4: Well, Bastion is awesome. But he uh, said I've been there was more. 5. I'm yeah. sure you guys have talked about it yeah. a lot, uh, a bit,
1: uh, yeah. But I don't know if I did a good job of it, but
2: yeah.
4: Well, it's Civ Five. Like,
1: if you <laughs> you already know about this game, if it's for like you,
4: <laughs> you either know, pl- like you you know this game romantically almost, or you don't. Uh, and if you don't try the demo, you'll see if it's your kind of game. Uh, I think the fact that you can have a game that lasts 18 hours scares the hell out of a lot of people. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the pacing is a problem. But, I mean, there's a reason Sid Myers is a brilliant game designer and why he can still pull off putting his name in front of things. Um, but, you know, it's Civ Five, it's, it's Civilization. I don't know what to say about it that somebody who, who, who uh, hadn't played in Civilization would be interested in hearing other than, you know, you, you you discover pottery. And you, <laughs> you take a tank and you kill some spearmen. You know it's it's you pottery is success, important you, for sailing. You manage to uh, successfully discover astronomy before you discover the wheel. I love that yep. you can do that. <laughs>
5: yeah, it's like we, you managed to make it into the Renaissance age and nobody knows what a wheel is.
4: <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't I, do that love, because
1: you need roads, I, I man.
4: Think that my favorite part of civilization has always been the anachronisms. Uh, where 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 you have you know guys who like you you can have a tank. Dude, and, I had computers in the 1800s. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't that have been awesome? Were they steampunk computers? No, they were like we had. You have to
1: discover electronics
4: before you can do. Them. Yeah, we we have so. electricity, but we don't know what a boat is. You know? I was ready to go <laughs> into space
1: in the 70s. I would have been in the space in the 60s actually, if it wasn't for a bug that made me form the space station only in London. So, kind of sucked.
4: <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's it's F five. I've been spending an inordinate amount of time on that. Uh, I played. I finished Dark, Dark Void, which uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of. If yeah. you haven't, it's that's the uh, rocket.
1: That's the rocket one that everyone hates. The, or,
4: you, the you, Jump Capcom, yeah. and it's uh, set in World War Two, or prior to rather. And uh, i it. yes. uh, It's it's uh, you know, it's a game. Uh, that's <laughs> yeah, our household gave that one a miss after playing the demo. Actually. And uh, I actually played and finished uh, Receteer or Racketeer, which...
1: Racketeer.
4: I, <laughs> I wish well. you know, it, it's uh, is. It's a sim. I, I don't... Uh, I, I like simulation games. You know, I'm probably the only person here that's played Democracy 2. Uh, <laughs> just because I like that kind of game. And, I mean, it, it's, it's a really interesting concept... But I would have loved if it was the same game but without the anime. Uh, just because that stuff is really irksome to me for some reason. I just don't have that Wait, gene. Wait,
1: what? what yeah.
4: The anime gene, I
1: think. The anime gene. Are there anime cutscenes or something?
4: No. no, It's the art style and the kawaii. And oh, the
1: man, you don't know what's good.
4: I, I don't. Christ, look how cute you are. You know, I, I, I'm i adorable but I not in that way. Um... And But, you know, it's a good game. I, I, I think that a lot of people who are drawn into it because they, they see the JRPG roots uh, might just be disappointed. Dude,
1: JRPGs tend to be anime style.
4: Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, people will see the art style. They'll see kind of... Um, oh, you know, you're characters. saying it's
1: not really for them.
4: I, I, I'm saying it might not be for them just because they like those kind of games. Got it. Uh, because it is not... One, it's not an easy game. Uh, and two, you know, you, you don't have to be good at like, you know, your rock paper scissors RPG approach. You have to be good at economics. <laughs> so
1: buy low, sell high. You're done.
4: Um, yeah, and you know, send people to their deaths so you can make a profit and all that fun stuff. Nice. Um, so yeah, that 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 has that has pretty much. Well, I, I played another game, uh, which is uh, Hazen. Um. Which is kind of this semi-obscure Diablo clone type thing, um, but I, I I've only I'm only two hours into it, so I you know it, it, it's a Diablo clone. It, mm-hmm. It's unapologetic about being a Diablo clone, and the controls kind of suck.
3: So, hey man, one pick, man, come on.
4: Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's it. That that's yeah. me. He said like seven. I thought you were playing yeah. Witcher. Oh well, I, yeah, I, I beat The Witcher just because I'm getting ready for Like, again. Uh, <laughs> I, I beat the... this is the. F- Fifth time.
1: The fifth time you've played through The Witcher. How long is it? It, it must be short.
4: It's not. Uh, oh, I'm just. You're just I, I'm bored. Sick. Okay. I'm
1: sick. Yeah. You're sick. Oh, okay. It's not good.
5: He
4: loves the well, I, I Okay, Thank let you. me put it in perspective. I have finished Dragon Age with all the DLC and Awakening seven times. What?
1: Oh my gosh.
4: So I, I, if I. What like, your average you playtime? Huh? What's my playtime? Yeah, I don't your know. average
3: playtime for like.
4: Oh, per uh, one, yeah, um,
1: fifty-five hours. Jeez, fifty hours! Oh my god, yeah, that's I, pretty I, good for a Dragon Age playthrough. Actually, it <laughs> is. <it laughs> is. <laughs> I, I my
4: first play was like eighty hours because I played on hard, um, because I'm not a pussy. Oh, okay, um, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know that that's the point. Like, if you play it on normal. You know, like friendly fire is half damage, and then you have all these other things that are just kind of like. At that point, the battles aren't strategic. You're just kind of pointing dudes at stuff, and they're killing everything. And I don't know. I don't. That's not fun for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I like being frustrated because I know that eventually I will I will beat it. and I'll be like, yeah, take that dark spawn with my dog, who I ripped off the name for Penny Arcade, and I called Bark Spawn. Um, hmm. So yeah, good stuff. That that's my picks. Uh,
1: cool. All right. Well, <laughs> wow. So this uh this show didn't end up being as short as I think it, I thought it was gonna be.
4: <laughs> well, we covered everything. Well, you,
5: you And you, got, lot, and you got your sudden injection of um a sudden a, injection of British
1: of well. Brit. Yeah. That, yeah. Mm, I blame. Yeah. Kiro, you like
5: recommended 100% recommended in daily I, I
1: I blame Kiro for having too much content to share. How dare you for having content I haven't
4: been on in a while I have a lot to talk about
3: (laughs) I mean you're supposed to sit here and click on like I don't know watch stuff in the background or watch a video and they go oh yeah that's cool Chris
4: I'm bad at
5: most of the time I think I was playing Sith five during the podcast last week (laughs) (laughs) Thanks a lot (laughs) Well hey I I was keeping up with everything I've got three monitors in front of me
1: What the heck.
5: You can play that
1: StarCraft mode. That's awesome.
5: Actually, no, I, technically I can't because the one to my left is actually my laptop. Oh, boo. And just the boy, other can't. two
3: are only 16 by 9. They're like 1080p and 15 inches long. And they're just, it's not too. Yeah, come
5: on. You're on rich, 20 20 by
3: 20,
1: Yeah, <laughs> Rub it in. <laughs> so mean, oh, Manny. Boy. All right, well, we're all gonna go play. We're all gonna go buy monitors and play three monitors Starcraft now. And you guys can um, keep playing your your And what else are people playing now? Like actual oh, RPG sir. play. Like, what's the hardcore JRPG player playing right now? What are they into? Etrian Odyssey, right? Is that what they're doing? Disgaea. Disgaea. There's a new Disgaea out.
3: Oh, is that?
5: out yeah. Uh, there's one. No, there's one coming out. Disgaea Four. Oh, I forgot yeah. new
1: releases. There's a new release coming out next week. Gothic Four. What? Yeah, Gothic 4. Yeah, so get, get, get geared up for that.
4: The so, game that's hopefully not like Gothic 3.
1: They've been playing Disciples 3, maybe. Yee. Hopefully not. <laughs> Deadly Sin 2, Knights in the Nightmare, and PSP. What else did they play? Recent... Oh, um, Four Heroes of Light came out this week. Oh, It's out! It's out! Duh, that's what they're playing. For the, the hats. Four the hats. Heroes of Light and Final Fantasy Fourteen is what I bet they're playing. and uh, Or Atelier Rorona.
5: No, that's still not Except out in this country yet
1: No, it's out here People yeah, you like it too
5: like Bastards Still perennially screwed out on release dates Oh, we're sorry hey, At least you have like a thousand monitors,
1: What are you complaining? <laughs> Two weeks from now, or one week from now We'll have Kirby's Epic Yarn as well you and then We the don't week get after, that
5: until 2011 And then you... the week after ah. that is Fallout
1: New Vegas <laughs> And Lufia cursed the Sinistrals. So check that out. Lots Shit. of stuff coming up. Yeah.
5: All right. Tw- 2011 for Epic Yarn. Ah.
1: Oh, everyone make ah. fun of the British people for not getting the game. Ha ha ha. Yeah, that's okay, what that's you, that's you get me. for living in a great country. Yeah. How dare you live in a great country? Mean. <laughs> Alright, we're going to let Quinn go um, relax. <laughs> and, and <laughs> quell his
3: rage. It should be, <laughs>
5: Until it should then. be catchphrase.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Until then, we'll see you next week, everyone. Bye. Bye.
5: Bye. 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 British rage.
4: You sound like a murloc. Uh, no, Chris is the murloc
2: master.
5: Oh god, that's creepy!